When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Debbie Downsiders. This is Gianmarco Cerezi talking in an artificial way, even though I'm trying to be normal. And that's that's just my life. And I don't know how Mark Marin does his like, like he does like 15 minute just talking. And I lack, I'm either too self-aware or I'm just not smart to to go, no one wants to hear this. I don't want to hear it. I, I, uh, I hate myself. So just a quick note before we get to this uh, fantastic episode. I was on a podcast called Blocked Party uh, when I was in Vancouver, and it, it was really good. I, I enjoyed it, and I thought it would be fun after the credits. I'm going to add an excerpt from that podcast. We, we, you tell stories of some time that you, you block someone online or in person, and I told the story of... If long-time listeners might remember, I did a show in New York where someone came. She seemed like a big fan, but unfortunately I had to kick her out because she was just wilding. And then uh, she, she texted me, I hope, I hope Hitler uh, gets... Well, first of all, Hitler's dead. But she said, I hope Hitler like, takes you back to a concentration camp so you can write some new material. And uh, anyway, I got to tell the story on this great podcast. I figured I'd throw it in there. Check it out. We'll put a, a link in, in the comments. And, uh, yeah, enjoy this episode of The Downside. This is The Downside. <laughs> Welcome to The Downside. My name is Gianmarco Cerezi, and I am back from Montreal. Bonjour. Bonjour. Merci uh, beaucoup. Uh, thank you. They, oh, this is coming out later. You know, we were in Montreal. Everyone there, they go, bonjour, hi. Yeah. That's what they said. Bonjour, yeah. hi. Yeah. It's like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. And I would go bonjour, and then they would speak French. And I yeah. go, well, the jig is up. I, I was hoping say, that the conversation I, would be I numbers. Was, I liked Montreal a lot. I liked you it. You did? I liked it. I, I, I found the people, the people there were cold, I felt, which surprised me for Canada. I think maybe sometimes, you know, we all, we're all circle jerking about Canada over here sometimes. But I feel like uh, they seemed colder. They really did not seem like they liked it when you didn't know French. I felt like really, I didn't. I I didn't think so. They're like, uh, you know, like they were. I don't know. They were just like maybe it's because I didn't have a credit card that worked and I didn't have any of their that money. That was the other thing. You kept waving that American Express everywhere, <laughs> and they said, "Get a Canadian like, Express." No, and then they were like, "I was like, I have American cash," and they said no to that. You, what yeah. Do you, yeah, you. There's a little bit of like, a little bit know, of what. A little bit yeah, of what? Like, a little bit of a, 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 a proudness to be an American? Um, uh, yeah, I am proud of our air conditioning. No, uh, I did not like the did air conditioning. did not have air conditioning. They did not have air conditioning there. Grow up, no? Canada. Get no, some air bad conditioning. Air, bad air conditioner overall. Like, I would say, okay, this isn't the most air conditioned room in the world you've ever been in, but this is way better than most businesses that they had there. I felt like it was always a little too hot. But I have, I have to say, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry if I can't. No, no, please. Part, um, but I, in my country, <laughs> I'm from Chile, mm-hmm. and everyone, everywhere else in the world, air conditioner is like 
like Canada. Oh. Just here in the U.S., it's like extreme. Yeah. And maybe you get used to that because you love extreme stuff. But it's like it's extremely cold. Yeah. In some stores in this country, most of places indoors it's like so cold. Yeah. It's kind of too much. Yeah, I felt... Well, so what, what do you go to sleep at? First, in Chile, is it Celsius or Fahrenheit? It's Celsius, like everywhere else in the world. Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, what do you go to sleep at? Uh, if you're I, in a hotel in Chile or in America, yeah. what, what are you setting it to? I'm, I'm not good with Fahrenheit, but I think in Celsius I will go like 16. 16? What's that Fahrenheit? 16 is where I put it in my hotel room when I was okay. in Canada. Okay. Um, which felt good. My hotel room felt I think good. That's okay. Yeah, I'm going bottom. I'm going. I, I feel like the hotel was great. I felt like restaurants. I was like, oh, I felt they were. You know, they could have done a little more. I agree. Or they were. Oh my god! In and out. Hold Canadians. Up. Those Canadians are cutting the cables. <laughs> they don't want you to tell the truth. All right, Russell, shut the fuck up for a second. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> here, you take my mic and you you talk with Fabrizio, and I'll be right back. Um, or I was gonna say that. Um, sometimes they would open the windows. And I was like, I don't know if we should be opening these windows because it's a 95-degree day. Yeah. You know, uh, so I felt like some of the things could have been course-corrected if they just didn't. But you think, like, the, the the reason why their air conditioner is not that strong is because of, like, they're trying to save the environment or, like, you know, some regulations You bring up a good point it? about that. Um, probably. <laughs> you know, like, they don't want us to die? Yeah. Maybe that's the plan. Yeah, but I guess it's one of those things where, um, yeah... I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, no, no, this mic is fucked. Um, okay, yeah, no, I think I think you're absolutely right. They're probably trying to Maybe. save the environment. Um, I don't have a good comeback to that other than I just ultimately didn't care on the two days that I was there about <laughs> the environment, and I was uncomfortable when I was eating my dinner. So, um, but I, I, in theory, agree with you and think that, sure, let's do it. Let's have... Our restaurant's slightly warm. But um, I was just uncomfortable in the moment. Um, so what's, so it, what's the name of this food? Um, Patong? Patong? Oh, yes. What is that food that they have there? French that, fries with uh, cheese. Pout- and pout- poutine. 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 I didn't have any while I was there. Poutine. 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 Uh, I'm back. Do I switch? Uh, yeah, sure. Russell, you... I just watching you short circuit when I'm not here is poutine. Uh, I know it makes me feel very really a valuable member the of the podcast. I am the co-host. Poutine. I did have some poutine. Poutine. I had some good what poutine. Is it? Well, let's just so Fabrizio. We were in Montreal last year together. Yep. We yep. were new faces together. Oh, that's how we know each other. Wow. And uh, did you have a good JFL? Yeah. Was that a good yeah. experience? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Now um, you're famous in Chile, though. Yeah. So yeah. do you walk around this shit and you go like, you motherfuckers don't even know. <laughs> You don't even know. What kind of person is like, oh, they don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm I, okay with not being famous. I think it's it's also, like, better to be outdoors when you're not famous, you know? Yeah. Like, it's feels Wait, better. how famous, like, if you were walking around Chile, what, how famous? Walking around. About? He's being carried around okay. Chile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk in yeah. Chile. Um, what kind of asshole do you think I am <laughs> walking around? No, I, I, yeah, I'm quite famous. Yeah, I think, like, people stop me get pictures and stuff and it's last time i was there like a couple months ago and it was i think this year has been more difficult to move around because i did a festival at the beginning of the year and was televised mm-hmm. and now it's it's like more than ever probably yeah so wow. yeah yeah and uh it's good because that's the way i can pay the rent on this country so i use money from a poor country 
I just take that money <laughs> and I spend it in the richest country on earth. That's that's the economics of yeah. my life. Wow. That's good for their economy. Yeah. Chile is a third world country, is that correct? It's a development like we call them now like developing countries. Uh that's the new thing. It's kinda like you know, like the It sounds better. It's I just a rebranding. So. That's like calling homeless people unhoused people. No, I think, it hasn't I think gotten developing. better. But, We're developing, but nice you know, parts. We're developing some shit. Do, yeah. do people still say third world or second world? I've never heard of second world countries. It's no. always first or third. No, I think they go from first to third right away, nothing in the middle. America's got to be second at this point. There's yeah. certain parts of America. Oh, my God. I mean, I, yeah, at some point you have to like get downgraded. There are no? some blocks yeah. in New York Forever. that I'm like, this is not a first world country. <laughs> York. There's no way. New York. <laughs> try going to the parts of Oklahoma. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, you won't, you won't, you won't, you won't, uh, any New York slander, you got to reject it. Listen, I'm just, New York saying, boy. I'm just saying. I'm ready to move to Canada. I'm done with America, okay, yeah. Montreal. I'll take the low air conditioning. Okay. I saw Oppenheimer in the hottest theater I've ever saw. Yeah. Felt like I was closer to the atomic bomb than Japan. <laughs> you can feel the heat. Yeah, on your yeah. Face. From the beginning of the movie, I was yeah. like, they haven't even developed the bomb yet. Yeah. You'll be um, happy with your 10 restaurants and get, never get sick of them. Oppenheimer, um, a lot of faces. It's a movie with a lot of close-up, like a lot of like the face of him is like on front of you the entire movie. Yeah, it's like, really for it's for you. the boys. You know, my, my girlfriend did not have a good time. No? My, my girlfriend, she, she she people said, "How's Oppenheimer?" My girlfriend was like, "It was long." I was like, "Sweetheart, you can't say that. That's the lamest thing to say about a movie." Yeah, that it's long. Sometimes though, Christopher Nolan, the director, sometimes it's crazy to me. He I, and I know he he has serious subject matters he is doing. But there's <laughs> absolutely no humor. There's not one well, person even cracking a smile. You know what I was thinking when I was watching the movie? It was like, you know when these movies are so serious? Yeah. Like a minimal funny thing happened? Everyone laughed hysterically. Yes. Because they're waiting for like a little bit of yes. a relief. So yeah. there was this moment in the movie, and this is not a spoiler, but like they move a plant. Like they're talking, and there's a plant in the middle yes, of the table. Yes, yes. So they move the plant, and it was like, everyone was like, ha, ha. Genius, <laughs> genius comedy. <laughs> I, I, because it was so serious. Like, yeah. please give me like a little bit of fun. Yeah, it's like when someone finally tells a joke in a Brooklyn room, and <laughs> then you really just like, I, uh, I, yeah, it was a lot of. Uh, uh, I, I always saw. I saw Interstellar. Did you see Interstellar? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, my problem with Christopher Nolan is like he's very scientific, and then once in a while he leans heavy into the emotion. And there was a scene where they were talking about saving some scientists on a planet, and the, could they save it? Would it destroy the mission? And Anna Hathaway goes like, what if there's a force stronger than gravity? Love. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck yeah. did you just say? Well, what if? What the fuck? That's the reaction of the, like, the scientific community in the world. Yeah. Every, every scientist was like, what the fuck? We've been like, researching for <laughs> decades, and this fucker is like, it's love? What's, that was the thing? Um, I yeah I love that movie because it's so dumb at the end of the day and it remind me like Armageddon and people think it's like this whole, like whole scientific movie it's mostly like Armageddon with like different planets involved uh-huh. I think yeah. it's, it's more like an old fashioned blockbuster I think so I just saw an old movie uh, yesterday uh, Crazy Stupid Love have you ever seen this yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Steve Carell you seen this movie yeah it was Twitter kept saying like this was a comedy people slept on this was one of the great comedies it's fucking <laughs> it's fucking awful. And there is a plot point. I remember being cute. There is a plot point that is fucking insane in it. So Steve Carell, yeah. the, his babysitter, 17-year-old, 
has a crush on him. Uh-huh. It's a big part of the movie. And then his son, 13-year-old who's being babysat, has a big crush on the babysitter. Uh-huh. The whole movie is this 13-year-old yeah, now I remember these fully movies. harassing this 17-year-old. Yeah. And like a whole thing is people being, he's like, she's my soulmate. And Steve eventually being like, wow, maybe he's on to something with his harassment here. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and bottom line is, at this full of spoilers, uh, the 17-year-old, she takes nudes per her friend's advice to try to win Steve Carell. Um, they never get to Steve Carell. Her father finds them, tries to beat up Steve Carell. But at the end of the movie, uh, uh, all the love people are getting together. And then the, the babysitter uh, says hi to the 13-year-old. It's his eighth grade graduation. Uh-huh. Wow. And, and he, goes, he goes like, you know, I'm going to keep trying. You're my soulmate. And she's like, okay. he basically says, hey, when I get older, I'll kind of look like my dad who you had a crush on. So maybe. And she's like, all right, buddy, keep at it. And hey, happy graduation. And she hands him <laughs> the nudes. Okay, but wait. The question. nudes that she took. Oh, that's how old is she? His graduation. How old is she? She's 17. He's 13. They're all both underage. And they don't establish what state the movie takes place in. I know you could tell me if it was legal or not. You know that. <laughs> you know the breakdown of that. Isn't it 18 is, is, is an adult? So wouldn't they both be considered minors? Yeah, but I still don't think minors, I don't think minors, I don't think it's like, well, minors can do whatever they want. But I'm just saying, like, a 16-year-old gives a 15-year-old uh, nudes, yeah. you're going to arrest the 16-year-old? Do you know what I'm saying? I think everyone should go to jail in that movie. Everyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's, it, it's good, because she's the babysitter. It's weird. 17 to 13. It's weird she's the babysitter. 17 to 13 is too much. I agree. I'm just saying. I know it's hacked to be like, what I know it's hacked to be like, what if the genders were reversed? Because there's different contexts, blah, 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 blah. But it's not. No, it's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. It's weird, yeah. I think I think it's one of those things where they're like, oh, this is a cute little fun little joke. Yeah. And they don't really think of like the the implications of like if it was Because earlier in the movie when the mom sees thing. the picture, she like finds the picture, she goes, V JJ. That's oh, how you God. knew it was an old oh. movie. Oh wow, 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 wow. JJ, wow. JJ, JJ yeah. Wow. Um this is the downside. Listening to the downside. the downside with Gianmarco Cerezi. This is the downside. This is a place where we get negative. We don't have to talk about why our country is good. We can complain about the air conditioning, the lack of ice. Even if we, we get can universal bitch help. about 2011's crazy, stupid 2000. love. <laughs> finally, uh, a, finally a podcast where you can do that. Take yeah, yeah. down that piece of shit movie. <laughs> been destroying the, their, this country. Um, if you're a fan of the show, please join the Patreon, patreon.com slash downside. Uh, we, we did a special treat. We gave you our live episode with Joel Kim Booster on the main feed. Normally, all our live episodes, they go onto the Patreon in full, and you get uh, bonus episodes. My comedy special, The Rats Are In Me, Patreon exclusive, and uh, patreon.com slash downside. We also have a new Instagram, The yes. Downside Pod. If you want more pod clips go on Instagram, the Instagram, follow The Downside Pod. And uh, yeah, I'm so excited to have you, Fabrizio. Thank you. I, uh, I, 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 oh, I wanted to, to do this for, for Russell. I feel like this is a good way to start. Russell, I'm going to show you a map of the world, and I want you to point to me where Chile is. <laughs> oh, you looked up before, you piece of shit. Where's Chile on this map? It's right in there. Final answer? Okay. We have a very particular shape. Maybe oh, that's sorry, cool sorry, help. right in there. Sorry, sorry, down there. Okay, down there. Russell has loosely pointed <laughs> to the continent of it's Asia and it's then the there. continent no, I didn't. of Asia. Europe. Wow, it's South America. 
Okay, South America, yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, uh, north part or south part? You know. Or middle. Um, developing part. Uh, the developing part. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, the the north. Okay. No. South. Well, this, that's the other option. East, yeah. west. Uh, south. <laughs> You're like Asia. Yeah. Uh, it's south. It's south. But now listen. It's real south. We like know. South, south. I know. Almost as little as this idiot over here. Yeah. And that's only because I listened to a podcast that you were on. <laughs> yeah. And I know that you saw Antarctica from a village, so I know it's south. Oh. You can see really Antarctica. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, I, I don't care. Like, people don't know about my country, and I'm fine with that. You know, yeah. I'm not those people like, you should know. It's like, I don't know about almost every country on planet Earth. You know, like, there's countries were really famous. And mm -hmm. their countries were like more like indie, like you know, like we have some yeah. fame, but we're not like big. I'm into indie countries. I'm like more like yeah, Chile, that's that's Bolivia. who we are. We are like that's our shit, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't complain. Like when people is like I I don't know where's Chile. Like you should know. Like, you shouldn't know. It's fine if you don't know. And uh, yeah, it's really south. And the cool thing is the shape of our country. You know, like this country is like a little snake. It's like a little, you know, like it's like a line of cocaine. In the map, mm. so it's it go all the way down, and from the last point in the in the south, 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 you can see Antarctica. Wow, it's right there. Oh. You've seen it. I've seen it. Like, yeah. Does it just look do you like need binoculars or no? You can see it with your just. Plain it's not that eyes. far. From it's the south, south, far. south, south. I mean, it's not like like it's like a piece of ice that then leads to Antarctica. You know, it's like little islands that leads to the. Does big Antarctica? One. What's the weather like? Uh, it's cold. In Chile. all of Chile, no, like it, it's the north. This is a weird country because even like we're super south, the north has like the driest desert on planet yeah. Earth, and um, yeah, like I think Santiago, like the capital, it's like right in the middle. I think it's similar to New York. Wow. With not, it's not as humid, but it's similar. Yeah, it can be cold. It can be super hot, depending on the weather. So, so help as educate us. What are the downsides of living in Chile? Tell us about Chile. Super far. It's far, man. Yeah, what's that plane like? Like, it's 12 hours. Oh. You know? From New York. Yeah, from New York. Direct flight. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot of time on a plane, and then you open the door, and you're just in Chile. So you spend 12 hours, <laughs> and you're in a developing country. It's not even developed. So, I I mean, that's the, mo like, the worst part is this super far, you know? Well, when you say it's developed, why is it not developed? How, how long has Chile been around? Uh, 200 years. 200 years? That's 200 and something. 200 and Nine or something like, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, you've had some time. What's taking so long? <laughs> we we've been busy, man. We have uh, we've been, we have other issues to solve first, like uh, if we're a country or not, or just a colony. Um, you know, like I mean, what developing countries like? It's the name of these countries who like their economy and the level of life. It's not like I, I can't remember the what is the like the number they put there, but like you're supposed to be like this level of life, so then you like are a developed country or like first world country. Mm. But we don't. We have done really well. It's a very Chile. It's 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 like a very economically stable country. It's a beautiful country, and uh, it's great. Um, it's just far. So you were you were born there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, how did you grow up? You have uh, parents still together? Yes. 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 Siblings. Uh, two. A brother and a sister. Older brother, younger sister. And right in the middle. I'm right in the middle. What but like my sister is like like twelve years younger. Wow. You know, so it was like, oh, my parents were about yeah. to get divorced, and boom. You think that's what it was? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Is, th is, that, how, is that how it works? Like, they, they, they consciously decided to have a child instead of getting divorced? Or, or she was an accident, my and, mom then, and, and then that brings them together? They, my mom and stepdad like, have like, a big gap. 
Yeah. And then another kid. It feels like, okay, you guys were like, you know, like getting bored, bored. and then something happened and now you're back, you know? Uh, but I think it's like an old fashioned thing to do, you know? It's like, you know, people used to get pregnant when they get bored. Now they don't do that as much. But, yeah. <laughs> now we have TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, let's start a family. And I'm like, go back on TikTok. <laughs> just throw the phone on the floor. Like, just check that out. Check that out. Um, and, and did you, what kind of kid were you? Uh, I was very shy. Yeah. Very silent. Me too. Kid. What happened is like my brother was more like a, I mean, my brother's a journalist. He also worked uh, on media in Chile. And he always very charismatic. You know, like he was like the this kid who was like had big charisma. So I was quiet. And I remember like, okay, my brother was talking so much that I had little gaps of silence to say something. And I think that's the moment when I developed my comedy. Because it was like, I need to be funny and on point in like a few words mm -hmm. during his, when he's breathing. So I, I think that's the way I, I, I was able to like communicate. Um, my like yeah, as a child. What kind of journalism does he do? Uh, well, he have like a little like a like a well, have a sh radio show, but he's connected like his website, and he yeah, he like talk about the news and current events in Chile, Poli politics mostly. Does yeah. all your family still live in Chile? Then they're all you. there. Okay. Yeah, thank God, they're there forever probably. Yeah. And were there like did did they have theater when you were growing up? Like were you a theater kid? Uh, no, it wasn't. I mean, theater is not a big thing in Chile, sadly. Yeah. In Argentina, it's huge. And they have, like, massive theaters and, like, they have, like, a whole tradition. In Chile, it's, like, there's a whole tradition, but, like, no one paid tickets for theater. You know? Sure. It's, not, it's not a thing. Is, God, my, my geography is so fucking pathetic. Is Evita about Argentina? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Yeah. So you know Evita? Of Don't course. cry for me, Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the title. It's Madonna, no? It's Madonna? Yeah. She yeah. did it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But was, no one liked it. Patty Lupone was the original on Broadway. That's the original Evita? All, it's uh, all yes. problematic because none of Is neither it, of yeah. them are Argentinian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, we love Evita. Yeah. I mean, oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, it's you not like we they're, love they're, not, they're not all You like woke. the person or the musical? <laughs> Madonna. We, Wasn't the person problematic? The, yeah, like, I mean, what? she was the wife of a dictator. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what? He is still like, kind of like a beloved figure in Argentina. Interesting. Yeah. He that was like a very sometimes. social, he was like a dictator with like a social side. Sometimes, you know? sometimes when people are fun, we just we can't help but like them, you know, you know. Yeah, Trump. No, <laughs> he listen. He'd this be a fun the thing, podcast. The thing guest. about he's like you're like he every once in a while does something like God damn that is funny. Um, but he you know nightmare nightmare awful person. He, if he if he would just drop it, he'd be so loved. That's the thing. If I know if he wasn't just doing drop all it. this politics stuff, if he wasn't talking about anything real. If he went like really you know, hard into trans rights, I think liberals would accept him quickly. Like if he, oh, if like Trump, he was like, pro, if Trump he was like, like, if he brought his whole platform, his whole platform was like, guys, we're gonna be pro trans rights now. Yeah. I think liberals would be like, okay, you can come back to the party. <laughs> you can come you on think the podcast. It's just one thing, you one change. I I man, think I think liberals are keeping fickle. all the other Nazi stuff, but just <laughs> yeah, yeah. one area. Yeah. <laughs> it would be okay. nice. Yeah. I mean, you just never see that. You never see. Yeah, just a, a pro-trans Nazi. I, mean, I think it would be funny if he like changed politics like overnight, and he pushed hard in the other direction. And I mean, it will be so interesting to see if people were like, "Oh, okay," you know, like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Even like the, her, her hardcore, his hardcore fans will go like, "You, you know, maybe he's right." Yeah, I mean, they they'll do anything. So he says. So someone yeah. said with the vaccine, they said if if they had just said like 
Pfizer is the Republican vaccine. And, yeah. And Moderna is the Democrat. Many this be all lies. Oh, been yeah. Many oh lies God, will be saved. So, so many lies will be saved. That's so funny. <laughs> um, so what are the politics like in Chile? Well, um, this is the thing. We had a right-wing dictator called Pinochet in the 70s. Um, and after that, I think the country was like, kind of like polarized. When did that end? In 89. And by dictator, like... I guess to to find is the definition of a dictator. It's just there's no elections. I mean, that's one thing, but there's no like. Uh, I mean, f first of all, dictator no one votes for this person. You know, like no, he decided to put himself in, in power, and then he is like the one who rules all every branch of government. And would so he call no himself a dictator, or is that like the negative term? No, no, no. He he he. Right away, he liked the character, kind of. You know. Yeah. He, yeah. He actually, there's a famous <laughs> picture of him, and you can Google this, like wearing like sunglasses because he wanted. They were like taking a picture, and he was like, "Wait, wait, wait, my sunglasses," because he wanted like to be the the bad guy, you know, yeah. like the evil emperor. So God. he yeah he embraced the character and then yeah he make like he disappear and torture and kill thousands of people during seventeen years of a very dark regime and then and this is the craziest part of Chile it's like we every, every dictator is kind of like killed or I don't know he died in jail or I don't know whatever in Chile like we decided to vote yes or no if you want more of him or 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 no he set up that vote. Well, the thing is yeah. that there was a lot of international pressure for uh -huh, this. Uh -huh. So it was like, I mean, I think he was like on his way out and he decided like, let's put an election and you guys going to vote yes or no. And I'll listen to the results. Exactly. Like, sounds like Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. Like a Twitter poll and, every, and no one. And uh, that's why we had democracy. But he was What was killed. the percentage? Like, was it brutal? No. Did it hurt? It was close. It was close. It was close. You know, those, some people, they just like to know, you know. Like, that's ultimately what's crazy about elections is you're like, how is it this close every time? Yeah. Exactly. It's rarely like a, a huge bloodbath. I mean, I, I would love to see elections where, like, people won for, like, 99%. That would yeah. be like, yeah. wow, we all agree on this shit. You know, we all and like That, that should have been the Trump election. That really should have <laughs> been the 99%. Okay, let's yeah. reset. Yeah. But nope. Nope, nope. Very close. Uh, is you, how old are you? I'm 34. Okay, so you, you, were, you were a baby when, when the dictator... I was born in 89. So right when he was the election, I was born. So he lost. He lost. What happened to him? What did he do? He was uh, like, okay. Well, then he went back. I mean, this is crazy. Oh, you got me. <laughs> He's like, take the sunglasses back. <laughs> oh. Ugh. Uh, no, the, the, there was a whole transition, and he was like still in power for a while, like doing other parts of government, like, especially like close to the army because he was a, you know, he was a soldier. Warlord, yeah. Um, so then he went back to that shit, and then he was a congressman for a minute, Without elections, because he approved a constitution when, like, people who used to be presidents then go for Congress, like, right, right, right away. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, Very specific. And everyone, like, was like, this guy cannot be on Congress. You know, we can't work with him. Like, he tortured and killed our friends. And I would, like, sit right next to us. So he quit. And then he was, and I'm reading a book about this right now. So I'm really, like, I'm going to ha have a lot of details about this story. Is um, he was sick. So he needed, like, a hip replacement or some shit like that. So he decided to go to the UK to get like the the surgery, and when he was in the UK, he traveled with his like um, 
when you're like a what's the name of when you work for government and you have a special passport? Um, yeah, the government uh, ID. No, yeah, you they can't take you to jail in another country. Uh, sure, sure, diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Diplomatic exactly. something. So he decided to take this surgery with that, but his passport was expired, <sighs> and a judge in Spain was like, "This guy's in Europe. We can take him to jail." Like we can do a trial because he killed some people from Spain and for people from the UK in Chile back in the time. So according to international law, we can stop him right now. So he was able to have Pinochet for 500 days stuck in the UK with all this like trial kind of going, if you know, like international debates about if we can put him into trial. Because Where was he staying this. though? Like the embassy? First or like he was jail? He was, he was in the hospital. Uh-huh. Because he was like waking up from a surgery and it's like, hey, you're now in custom of That's the brutal. Your hip is fine, but it's but, it's chained yeah. to you the You can't bed. move. Yeah. yeah. Um and uh, yeah, he was in that's the closest to justice, you know, that ever happened for like for his crimes. So did he he got he got out of it? He didn't He the who the I mean it was weird because the government who was like all these people from the left, like his people that it was against him. They have to bring it back to Chile because it was like, well, technically, this is like a violation of our jurisdiction, you know? Yeah. Because we, yeah. He should be judged. He should be judged in our country. We know that's never going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, like, and it's kind of weird that another country is judging our dictator. So we have to take it back. So they fight really hard to, like, bring him back. So they make the whole case that he had dementia. He was crazy. He couldn't walk and whatever. So um, Margaret Thatcher helping him and all this shit. And he was able to get back, and he came back to Chile in a wheelchair, and at the airport, he stand up like, I was fine the whole time. Get the sunglasses back here. And the sunglasses uh, just came down. Back, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, like this, and yeah he, yeah, he was back. It's like when Trump, remember, he wanted to do the Superman thing. When he had yeah, COVID. when he had COVID, he had the idea. He was gonna... he had the idea. I wish they had let him do that. <laughs> what uh, was this? Like He, he had the... COVID, and he, when, he, when he, like, you know, when he was really sick for whatever those two days were, and then he came and did that big walk back up to the White House, and it was filmed and televised, and everyone was watching. He really wanted to pull open his shirt and show that he yeah, had like a, a Superman, Superman shirt on underneath. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's always alarming when a political figure leaves the country to get a major surgery. Yeah. That's not yeah. The country. To be like, yeah. you, you had to go to the U.K. to get it. Yeah, there was, there was someone, there was some uh, some American who went to Canada to get, I think, a hip replacement surgery, and I was like, "What the fuck? Weird! You don't what love your fuck? country? You don't love your like? You think medicine here is not good enough for you? Hospitals are too cold here. Is he dead now? Yeah. yeah. When did he die? Uh, two thousand something. I mean, early thousands. Did people dance in the streets, or there was? was a lot of happiness. Yeah, there was celebrations. I went to a celebration actually, like a party that night. Yeah. Yeah, we went for drinks with friends, and we celebrated the death of the dictator. Yeah. Did you feel it, given that you weren't, you know, alive for his regime? Like, did you feel an excitement about it? Did Absolutely. I mean, yeah. because my parents always teach us about, like, how this guy was a criminal. And we can t we're still, like, living under some ideas that he and his cronies had. So Like what? The, the Constitution still is, like, was put together by his team, you know, and yeah, I mean, it's still the country lived through like underneath his like uh, I don't know, like the polarization still there in a way. Yeah, you know, like he yeah. destroy the fabric of democracy. 
yeah. kind of forever or like for a really long, like when you have a dictator it's like still like the every time you have a conflict you go back to that point in history yeah you yeah. know so it's kind of like a wow. yeah it's like hunting you forever so you you hate the guy yeah you, you want him to die it's a really fine line you have to go to be a dictator and do horrible things but then somehow not get killed in the transition of power and then still live there it's like well, there's a story I, like, that is my favorite story about the history of Chile. Maybe we'll explain all of this. And everything, everyone thinks that this is like a good thing, but sometimes I feel it's a bad thing. And this is the anecdote. Like, um, I don't know, there was like a summit of countries, and that year was in Chile. So George W. went to Chile, and he was on the, on the Chilean White House. It's called The Coin, you know? So he was in the White, like Chilean White House, you know, hanging around, you know, George W., you know? And being very chill and fun, probably. Yeah. And he asked to the president of Chile, he's like, hey, what, what happened to that dictator that you used to have? What happened with that guy? Yeah. And uh, Lagos was the president at the time. He was like, oh, he's right there. He's on that table. Like, he's like right there. Oh. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, what happened with the guy who was killed by him? Like, the the president was before, like, the person he overthrown. I was like, well, he killed himself during the coup. But his wife is right there. <laughs> and the wife is like, hey. <laughs> Wow. wow, you really like managed transition in a smooth way, guys. Yeah, and that's Chile. Do you know, like all the crazy shit that happened, and then on the same uh, party, you can have like the dictator and the wife of the guy who got like overthrown, hanging out, kind of. You know, I yeah. think I think it's just like the countries they make that decision at the end of the war. Like I feel like after Germany was taken over, there was there was a debate of like, are we going to kill? All the not are we gonna you know what's uh, supposed to do with these people? What are we supposed to do with all these Nazi yeah. generals and whatnot? And that was a big debate. We're like we have a lot of not even outside of the government. You, you gotta assume you have a lot of Nazis in your country. Of course, there's another point. world where they're like you, you know, know the axis of evil is now the axis of friends. Yeah, and, and it was like oh these people like my neighbor was like yeah. a Nazi last week. Yeah, and now Hitler's dead. What are we supposed to do with him? Yeah, we still hang with him. It's hard like, to tell who was being a Nazi for being a Nazi, who was being a Nazi because they were scared of not being a Nazi. You know, like. It yeah, was, it's a huge but I thing. could see it happening here too. I think, I think, you know, that all these people are friends. Ted, Ted Cruz, and uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi—they're getting drunk once in a while. They're hanging out. Uh, yeah, I think I, mean, I think they're all well, full of shit. They all. They go, I mean, I think politics is like wrestling. You know, it's like it's a wrestling match, and they like they pretend to be fighting. But then they go home and they're like, hey, how are you? But the difference is in Chile, some of them actually killed themselves. Yeah, well, yeah. that's another level, of <laughs> course. But, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, when you have, like, these traumas in your country, it's, you have to, like, figure out kind of like, a, you know, like a healthy way to get out of those traumas. Yeah. And for a lot of people, this was the healthy way. The problem is, like, because it was, like, so kind of naive. We're still dealing with, like, I don't know, Pinochet still have some approval in the polls. Still people think it was a good idea to have a dictator. Because we never show like how dark and awful it was, you know. There was not like a hardcore documentary on TV showing like this is how yeah. people were tortured, murdered, disappear. And it's, if you go to like the details, it's a horrible. Like it's like yeah, it's like very very graphic and terrible. And there's like a museum in Chile, and, and I it's pretty it's pretty well done. You know, it's not it's not fun, but it's a museum of like, human rights, and and it's it's a very interesting place to like understand this whole picture. Yeah. And all was like staged by the U.S. By the way, you know, yeah. it was like all Nixon. I've always CIA wondered money. with dictators because they want to be in charge of everything, but it feels like you have to be so busy doing all that. Like it doesn't feel like they have a lot of downtime to like sure. enjoy 
the dictatorship. Do I think you know what I mean? I think they're enjoy like I mean they are enjoying enjoying like, the, the power. Being the power. They enjoy the game. I think they're just in my mind. Because in my mind, it's so hard to like envision like getting off like liking like in my mind it's like they must be doing this so they can lay at the pool and like enjoy like wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like but I don't think I think it's enjoy, that. I think they enjoy wealth at the same time. I mean they like they they are like the wealthiest yeah. They are like the precious thing on the country, you know? Yeah. They move around and everyone moves around. You know, like they I don't know, they probably enjoy that as the as like that's the pleasure comes from. Yeah, they're psychopaths. Yeah. All, every politician is a psychopath. Yes. They're all hated. They're hated by yeah. a huge swath of people. Yeah. Trump, I guess, he has his golf games and he might have fun doing that, but I think he's just like addicted yeah. to the the highs and the lows and the yelling and the screaming and Yeah. The... I think when they belong, they want to like feel they, something. They got It's another you know? level of fans also. Like, you know, it's more like a spiritual guide. It's different when, like, you're a politician who's, like, killing it. You're, like, a little god. You know, people, like, really follow your lead. And you're going to change stuff and you're going to save the country. When you're a musician or a comic that everyone loves. You're like, oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's just, it's, this person is not, like, a, you know, like a spiritual, like, it's not a temple to be, like, you know, this Trump and all these people, like, they feel that other level of Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. But by people you don't respect. Trump's wow. looking out. He's like, ugh. Yeah. I know Trump wants that. I know He's Trump disgusted. probably has some liberal friends, some New York friends that he wish he could hang out with. And he probably still is yeah. secretly. Yeah, in secret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it, who's president now of Chile? Uh, Gabriel Boric. And you know him. I know him very well. Yeah. Yeah. Know him. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I know him for a long time. And yeah, we're close. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I, we don't hang every weekend, but like we talk once in a while. It would be alarming if you did. Yeah. We like, we, he'll be like, you know, like you as a dictator, you know, like you're being in the pool and not. Doing anything? Yeah. How do you um, know the president of Chile? Well, in 2011, um, well, like the student debt was insane and like here, but we decided to do something. So people took over the streets and he was one of the um, leaders of the student movement over there. Wow. And I met him there because I was already working as a comic and we were like helping the student movement doing shows for free, you know, like trying to like get people uh, to to protest or like whatever, and that's how we met him. And how intense do the protests get? Like compared to America, like what are what are Chilean protests like? Well, they always end in violence, like they always. Um, uh -huh. But at the beginning, they're really like cool, and everyone's like nice, and like feels like yeah, yeah. Everyone has funny signs and stuff. Like I think everywhere. I think it's funny when America's like, like they're like they're. It's so crazy that sometimes protests are violent. Yeah, you're like yeah, like like the country was founded on that. What are you even talking? about? Of course, about? the Boston like, Tea Party. Like, it was notoriously a, a violent minutes. event. Yeah. And then are someone takes a deodorant from Dwayne Reed, and they're like, and they're oh, like my oh my god, god. lightness, please. Also, also, what happened to me was like <laughs> I remember when the um, when uh, Roe v. Wade was overthrown, and I was like, wow, tomorrow's gonna be riots. This country's gonna be on fire next morning. Nothing happened. No, we've been. There were some that. vicious we've, tweets. We've been conditioned that it's like, you know, you, you go and it could be hundreds of thousands of people, but you must be polite. You can't, you know, you must listen to the, you know. It's wild. It's I remember wild. Just the, the women's march. Then you had like, you had like uh, Ivanka Trump, like, like walking in the women's march. Like, I support this too. It's so yeah, passive yeah, yeah. that even the wrong sides can be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. And still, and, and we're like, happened. well, and thanks for happened. being here at least. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I see, I see the French riots, and I yeah. go like, yeah, yeah Jesus those guys, Christ. Those guys, those people really yeah. know how to. 
I mean, if you're in government, it's like there's fire outside. I think yeah. you do something, you know, like you're yeah. working that night. Uh, but yeah, it's like here it's like, oh, okay, good signs. Funny, funny, funny videos. Were you part of any in, in Chile that really like kind of ended badly? Any? Yeah, I was there a couple of times. But I, I always, I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm not brave. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. stay there, so I'm just escape on time. But a couple of times, I stay a little bit longer than I should, and yeah, I mean, it was like this this close to like get by the cops and stuff, but nothing happened at the end. They like they they take you in a van like two blocks and they drop you because you're kids, you know. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not doing anything criminal, honestly. But um, yeah, that's how I met uh, Gabriel and. Uh, most of the people who are now in government are from that same generation. So I, I know most of them. Um, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy, like, to, like, be able to, like, talk with the president of the country. Uh, Is he in your phone? Yeah, he's in my phone. Yeah. It's insane. What's the, what's the highest level of some, someone you have in your phone? I, it might not be in my phone, but I think his name is Senator Raskin. Uh, he went to my high school, and I met him. He gave me his <laughs> card once. Okay. I guess... Yeah, I guess. Oh, I was. I guess. I feel like if I really. I was like, expecting a celebrity, maybe. I was. Yeah, like, I was thinking a celebrity. Too. I think. I think. Gun in my head. I. I could like get him on the phone. Not immediately, but I'm saying like in months, I could navigate my way to get him onto the phone. The senator. The senator. Yeah. Wow. That's the best I you've would, got. <laughs> well, well, take you months. You're. You're. you're you work you're for public, a political organization. You're. You, you, you you're could a public get, figure. You could get a uh, uh, Andrew. What's his name? Oh yeah, I could get Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. You could get yeah. him on the phone. Well, not directly, but like moving forward. Andrew that, Yang still doing that or? Oh well, we don't. It's a long, complicated thing I don't want to talk about. But I. Uh, I could. I have. I would have access to him. I. I definitely have emailed him. And I could get his phone number easily. Yeah, he was yeah. with Chappelle the other day. Yeah. I love it when comedians have a politician open I for know. them. It's oh such God. a great reflection <laughs> it's of the so state crazy. of comedy. No, mm, no comics it. should Let's be. Let's all take pictures with all the political figures. We oh love God. it. We I love saw it. Or billionaires. It. That's even better. Billionaires. Like, oh, that's fantastic. You know what else I love is when politicians, instead of doing anything that's happening right now, I'll get in on a trend. The I saw this Democratic Party video Cory Booker put out with Kristen Gillibrand, and it's like, "Hi Barbie, hi Ken," and oh, it no. is an absolute. Oh, it's one fucking nightmare. It's one of those. It's amazing. You have need to watch this. Uh, the president of Colombia <laughs> tried to do one like, "Hey Barbie, hey Ken," and they have to take it down immediately <laughs> because it's so fucking embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing with everything that's going on right now. You're doing that, and you're you're filming yourself at a fucking movie, and and these fucking hacks. Oh. Biden did one with the Jonas Brothers that made me want to throw. Oh. I'm sure that they're like, "Oh, the AOC is doing this," and the AOC is not doing that. Yeah, you know, the brain's like AOC. I'm sure she's gonna do this. So we're gonna like. But AOC going to the Met Gala was pretty gross. Yeah, with 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 a with hey. a, a billion dollar dress that said "Eat the Rich." It's like, well, they're there. It's all depressed. It said "Tax the Rich." I wish yeah. it said "Eat the Rich." It's like, well, they're right here. Yeah, eat them. Ta- eat them right now. Eat them right now, right and I'll respect you. Eat them in front of us. Um, so, so you you have you like had drinks with this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the last time I saw him, I got super drunk and I had to leave the party by your own wishes yeah, I decided or, like oh. I'm too drunk he passed the law the he was like yeah. new law Fabrizio <laughs> needs to get <laughs> out of here fuck out of my house was he drinking too uh, yeah but he was it's on crazy vacation crazy to imagine president drinking well our president's 82 he was but. on vacation uh-huh. and I think he was having a beer yeah and he was like he was doing a barbecue he was doing it himself he's 34 he's 37 I think. oh my god in America you have to be what 35 I 35 think 35 to run. run same in Chile 
Yeah. He yeah. was he was exactly 36, I think, when he got in power, and I think now he's 37. Do you think if he started to become a dictator, you could give him a call and be like, hey, I have some glasses for you? Like, I, I can go up to Warby Parker. Uh, have you ever... Listen, if, if, I had, if I had access to the president, he was my friend, I'd have to resist sometimes to be like, hey, I... What so would you, you say to this, Joe Biden right now? What would I say could. to Joe Biden right now? If you now? could, if you had access to him right now. I would say, hey, I have a lot of friends with student debt. Let's get rid of it. No, you know what I'd say? No, you know what I would say? I'll tell you what I'd say. Why you I'd, say I'd say, Joe, you got to expand the court. It's yeah. politicized. And she's like, what? what? Who's talking? <laughs> like, yeah, he, he, he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe. Joe, wake up. Wake up. Wake up, Joe. Put Kamala on. What if he's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you, Jamarco. They said oh, that he curses a lot. I mean, yeah. they, they almost curse. Of course. That was a great scene in Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was with Truman. He's like, ah, and as, as they, they, they took Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer was like, eh, I feel bad about what I did. And Truman like had him leave. And as he, left, he, he had like, a great point. Don't let that cry baby back in here. Truman said a great point. He's like, who cares about who invented the, the nuclear He said, bomb. I dropped the bomb. I dropped the bomb. Uh, is that's That's weird. I mean, you... Are you careful about what you say about him in public? I mean, that's a huge... You're talking about it casually in a way that if I was friends with Joe Biden, I do think I'd be like, mm -hmm, I'm friends with Joe Biden, and that's all I will say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. he's an important figure. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I try to... I mean, in my brain, first of all, I, I, I do jokes about him because I think you should. You know, you have to make fun of power. So you're even like... A, how harsh do you go, though? Do you really go for the jugular? No, no, of course not. Because course. I have a feeling, because I'm a person, you know? Sure. But I, I still, like, try to put myself in the position of, like, hey, I should treat, like, when they fucked up, I should make jokes about, yeah. you know, I shouldn't be like, oh, well, but these are my friends. What has he fucked up? I mean, many things. Like, uh, well, it's just, like, so many that it's hard to think. They have, like, little, like, rookie mistakes. Sure. They just got in power. But I think for me, it's like communications of like government communication are not great. Like they don't explain what they're doing really well. Yeah. You know, and that's my main complaint. I feel like they, they, they just like get the, the right wing on the other side. They just like destroy them. And they're like, they don't know how to explain themselves. You know, they, they're not able to communicate anything. And uh, but I, I'm, yeah, I don't go that. Like, sure. Is he pretty liberal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like progressive guy. Yeah. And how, how progressive is Chile compared to America? Mm, Chile's very conservative. Like, we're all super Catholic and stuff and Christian. How did he win, then, with all these Catholics there? Did he appeal to them? Did he, does he say that he's Catholic? I think at some point. But, I mean, we all race Catholic. We're, you know, like, it's like everyone. It's not everyone. like a few. You know what? Like, like, I think little communities of, like, a Jewish community or, like, Muslim. But it's, like, really tiny compared with, like, 99% Catholic. So... Religiously, like you don't talk about, it, but everyone assumed that you're you're Catholic. Mm. And uh, he, well, he was like, I mean, we have like or Trumpy guy who's like getting some traction, and then this young kid was like, you know, on the other side. I think he won because it was like the different to the rest. And uh, also, like I think, yeah, Chile could be weird in some stuff because it's like it's very backwards in many ways, but then you have like these kind of like glimpses of like progressiveness happening once in a while. And that's one of them. Like, give, they vote for this kid and, and give him a chance. Yeah. Wow. wow. You know? Talk to me about being raised Catholic. You, did you go to confession? Yes. Yes, yes. When, when, what, is that a specific time of the week you go to confession? I think Fridays. 
Fridays. Clean Fridays. And you do what so before school? So you get school? out before the weekend. After and school? You can start clean. And then you can be, you can have a, you can be, of a you bad can, weekend. You can go and crazy. Then, and then you got to like do it again. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but is it before class? It's in the middle of the day. They like take, lunch and then? Take you out of school, like of classes, like of real stuff. They take you out of science <laughs> to make you talk with like a, an old man. Are you, would you go to, would you have to walk to the church or did they have it in the school? They had, the church was inside the school. So there was like the school priest. Exactly. And they um, have a house inside of it. And, and when I grew up, I found out this really weird. Like all the priests have a house inside of the school. Mm. That's weird. Like, you yeah, have no, a, where's weird. your address? It's like inside of this school. Yeah. And and were the priests really strict? Were they were they mean? Were any was they fun? Like, do, what was they the priest at your high school? Uh, there were many. Some of them they were like, yeah, like the the oldest one were like, you know, like the 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 wisdom old man who's like more angry. And but they were like young ones who were trying to like change stuff and be like cool and try to like talk like kids, you know. Uh, I think all that was happening at the same time. So you have like different. There were like five or six. You know, and sometimes you get the the old man, and you're like he barely can talk to you. And sometimes you get like the young, the young, the the young priest who's like Jude Law in Young Pope, and he just want to like hang with you. You know, yeah. um, so you, ever, you would oh, you would go on Friday. So you you go to confession. Starting at what age do you start confession? Uh, I think it was like thirteen or twelve. Oh, that's good. Well, you have I, I imagine it would be a nightmare five or six year olds. They'd be like. You know, it, they wouldn't know what to say. It, it just yeah. would be like it's boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even for the priests, it's like what the yeah. fuck? It's like, <laughs> well, in twelve or thirteen, you have a little more to figure out how honest you want to be. How, a little bit of a moral compass. Also, how, you, know? you know what you you can. Uh, did you ever have tr- trouble coming up with like what you're going to say that week? Oh, obvious. Like every week, obviously, was like so like nerve wracking. Like what I supposed to say? Because in my brain, it's like I'm not doing drugs. I'm not like yeah, you know, doing anything that is like okay like a criminal a criminal thing to do or yeah. whatever like it's like very complicated to explain so all the time I was like uh, I don't I don't know I don't respect my mom every day sometimes I'm mean with her and I wonder if people did like the thing that like people do in job interviews for their confession like uh, I, I father I've sinned I like and then try to like spin it that they're like good people oh sure you know like I gave too much like time <laughs> yes, to thing yeah. and then that like you know like like trying to yeah spin yeah, yeah. It, I didn't like, clean the dishes as vigorously as I was supposed yes. to yes yeah 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 but how long like like if you went in there and said uh, knock knock I'm all good father bye would no, he be like week, nothing new this week. Yeah, what would they say? Acceptable. Yeah, Son. That sounds like a lie, and that's the first. Oh, uh, well, no. then you go. You self-generate right there. You're right. I was yeah. lying. You're right. And now lied. we did it. Okay, Let's go. We, okay. <laughs> I mean, how long? How long were these sessions? Well, I I have I I don't have a, like very clear memories of all of them, but I remember one very like very like it's it come to my mind once in a while again. It's like this old priest. And he I start asking me about like okay, what is what is your scenes? And I was like talking about like I. I was lying. I was lying that I don't see my dad that much. Never, I will see my dad all the time. And, I mean, I, I was just, like, making up this thing about my dad. And he started talking to me about he lost a tooth. And he was, like, th- talking about, like, his tooth was falling. And then he started talking to me about how being old was hard. And when you get old, like, you start seeing yourself in a different way. Oh, my God. And it was, like, sir. a whole interesting conversation about, like, and it, and it was, like, I don't know, 15 minutes or 20 minutes. And it was mostly about him. Him, he's like, oh, my 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 balls hit the toilet water this morning, and <laughs> it was tough. 
I, 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 I honestly, I was interested in that because it was, it was, I mean, an old man talking to you about how hard it's like being old and being open about that. It, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's like the little wow. kids aren't even into it anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, did you ever, did you ever cry in the booth? Did you ever talk about? I mean, no. masturbating. Did you ever like tell the the no, priest like I jerked off, or, no. or even at that time I knew that was not a great idea. Probably, you know. I wonder if anybody, if the priests were just like some kids, oh, like wow, this, oh, this is Whoa. the high school where not a single kid masturbates. I don't <laughs> buy it. So you never, you never mention no. that too, because I, it, it, maybe not because of how, how, how my mind was like, oh, this is probably a pedophile. No, in my brain was like, I don't want. It's kind of like weird to talk with any adult or anyone. Of yeah, course, that's, but that's I if I was every I Friday, there's a handful of kids that were one or two brutally honest and really <laughs> told everything. Father, I, father, father, I jerked off 300 times this week. <laughs> there's not a surface I haven't pushed my dick against. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I feel like I would have uh, so you you weren't taking it seriously from the get. No, no, but there, were there some kids taking it seriously? Were there some kids leaving the confession yeah. booth crying and you yeah. were like. Buddy, just lie. I know. Just yeah. say you don't see your dad and sometimes. This is the, you know what is the punishment? You know what is the punishment? Hell? No. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the oh. biggest one. But if you, like, every week, you, you can't. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. They they give you, uh, like, you have to um, say a prayer. You know? Like, okay, you, you, you kill someone. Okay. You have to say, like, 20 times this specific prayer. And that's it. Is it always 20 times? I mean, it could be, I don't know, 80. Or depending, that's... that's How long is the, the prayer? Is it like a couple lines? A couple lines. Would you do that? Did, was there anything you ever said and they were like, say it four I times? I did it. I did it, but in my brain. Yeah. I was so like, on my way back, it, I'm like... Did it make you say it out loud even? No, you don't even have to say it out loud. I remember going to the bathroom and be like, Father Christ, whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, I did it. So uh, why are you going to tell the truth if this yeah. is the punishment? You we're know? all going through the motions. Yeah. Were, were the priest... Did any of them get in trouble for pedophilia? Yeah, a couple. But years later. At your high school? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I knew they about lived it. in the high school. <laughs> they yeah. have a house. They, they built, have a house in the, house the building. Inside of the they place. Have, they were right there. I do you, like, do you remember reading about it and going like, do you remember being like, oh, yeah, he was a little creepy? Yeah, yeah. I remember like someone talking about one that was like, oh, pull my finger, pull my finger. And then years later, boom. <laughs> one day it's not the finger. <laughs> He started with a finger, and was the, he farting? Was yeah, he, was he farting? Was he doing it, or just was like wanted people? I, I mean, I I don't. It wasn't me, you know. Yeah. He was doing this to someone else. It seems like farting would be again frowned upon in, in the Catholic Church. Like, yeah, maybe I don't fart. know though. For I I've is that never a sin? heard of it. Farting is a sin. Is no, a but sin? like actively asking a kid to pull a body part. Wait, so but imagine without fart. it. Pull, pull my oh, finger. I think, I think if he was a pedophile, you know, like <laughs> pull it again, pull it again, pull it again, pull it again. Okay. Close your eyes now. Oh God! Um, that's that's creepy. I, I mean, looking back yeah. at it, it is pretty. Creepy. Yeah, I mean, the idea that they have a house in the mid in the middle of the high school—that's creepy enough. I think. Yeah, you know, old man living in a house, old dudes. It's also a big high school. We didn't have like. No, the high school was huge. Yeah, pu- is these all public? Is that how it works? No, this is like a. It's called. It's called. Uh, it's like subventionado. It's been like the government give half. It's like half private, half mm. public. But so how does it? Because like I watched, I watched your special, and you really—I mean—you went hard after uh, Catholics. You filmed it in Chile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I filmed in Argentina actually. Oh, in Argentina. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is everyone cool about making fun of Catholics? Yeah, or I think in the last couple of years, no one cares about them anymore. You know, they lose a lot of power. But they're still. Are they still in school? Still getting confessions? Yes, I think they are. But like, they were like big, big, uh, like uh, cases of pedophilia, like massive yeah. cases, and if, and after that, no one take them seriously anymore. Really? Yeah, I think they lose a lot of power. What about your family? Your family still care about Jesus? Uh, I don't think so. No. You're crossing every room? No, not anymore. Really? Yeah. I mean, oh. we were close to the church because during that the, the Pinochet years, like the dictator, uh, like the church have like a branch that they were like the ones taking care of like having the counts of the people that disappear. So the the some priests were like cool. And there's a show about it. Like there's a TV show, like a series about this this group of priests that take care of like, you know, counting the the dead bodies and being like Oh my god. Like, because no one was paying attention to that. And the priests were kind of like, they're not going to kill a priest at that time. Yeah. So the, the priests, priests were, like, were like, there's a couple boys missing today. What's going on? <laughs> we're going to keep track of no this. No one is pulling my finger. Definitely the government. <laughs> my, finger, my finger hasn't been pulled not in us. a week. <laughs> there's something weird going on here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, okay, so so you you you're doing comedy. Yeah, you went to university. I went to college. Yeah, went to college. You call college there? I went to university, honestly. Yeah. See, look, I was trying yeah, to be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That was just a guess. Yeah. Um, and what did you study? Uh, first, uh, advertising, but I hated it, so I left like in a month, and then I studied literature for three years, mm-hmm. but I didn't finish. I dropped. You dropped. Yep. And then you start pursuing comedy. I did it. I I mean, I started before. I started when I was 16, so I started, like, really young. Stand-up or sketch or stand everything? Up. Always stand-up. Stand but it's, was stand-up, how long has stand-up been going on in Chile? Uh, zero days <laughs> before me and my friends. Yeah, so what really? What did you see yeah. that made you want to go into it? Like, what? I was, I, I, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, in Chile, HBO uh, was not a premium channel. Oh. I, by a mistake, someone put, like, HBO in basic cable. So when we got cable, we got, like, HBO Wow. And so I started watching, I don't know. I remember like Eddie Murphy Raw was maybe the first one that I remember. Uh, of course, Delirious. I remember like Lewis Black was in HBO yeah, all the time yeah, yeah. in that era. And Sir Silverman, there was one. And I was just like, what is this? You know, because it was like a movie, but it was just one person talking. And then it was Seinfeld, like the TV show Seinfeld. Yeah. And watching that, you ex- like they explained what is this? This is a job that happened in New York. And you have friends, and you go to TV to do a set. You know, all these things were there. Yeah. And then I watched um, the I, I, uh, Andy Kaufman movie, uh, oh, Man, Man on, on the Moon. Moon. Yeah. And that's kind of like where they draw the map in my brain. It's like, okay, so there's a TV show called Saturday Night Live. There's, uh, you know, like you can go to that show, and there's uh, also like uh, the comedy store, and people go there. And that's when I was like, okay, this is a thing. And then I met these two other friends who are not very famous comics in Chile. I met them like uh, we were like I was working with my brother in a project and they invited us to that project, whatever. And I met these guys and we're like, we love stand up. I love stand up. And we, let's try to put together a show. And we call a place. It was the Tango Club. 
and the owner have a little room. It was so nice. Actually, it was like a perfect like little comedy room. And we were like, okay, can we start doing shows there? And we started doing shows in this tiny room in the second floor of a tango club. So all the tango music was playing in the background. But we, I remember like, this is how shitty we were. It, the first show, we thought like everyone was doing an hour because we watched this special, oh. like everyone's doing an hour. <laughs> so each That's... one of us did like 45 minutes. Oh my God. I know, I know. We didn't how know the of, rules. How many of you there were you? Three. Oh my God, okay. And, I, and the audiences don't even, do, did the audience feel like they knew what stand up was? I mean, I feel like you had to like train. Yeah, is what it is. Well, it, that was not the hardest part because Santiago still is like a cosmo, cosmopolitan yeah. city, and like people know about stuff. And but then when we start traveling to small towns in the south and the north, that's when things were like really hard to explain what stand up was. You know, like I remember, like, uh, like okay, yeah, you can come to the, do a show in our in our town. We have this disco party place, and you will go at three a.m. in the morning. It, you know things like that. You like after, like in the middle of a party, like they told them the music and you start talking. Oh my god! Would things people like? Would do. they respect it because it was so new and weird and interesting, or was it like chaos? But I think in Santiago, like people were like, "Oh, this is this is a New York thing," you know. Like, yeah. I mean, no offense, three new comics in a world with no comedy doing forty-five minutes sounds like it would be one of the worst things. It's a, a human nightmare. Being could it's a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. You know. And uh, but then yeah, but then we started getting better. I mean, of course, it took us a minute, and then but we would have so much stage time. <laughs> yeah, and we have we were friends. We we're just having fun. We didn't thought it was like a job or like at some point we'll like be, like become something. But then uh, this like a bunch of people started like a TV show, and then that TV show we started putting stand up, and we decided to like do that TV show, and that's how like became like a thing stand up for everyone. Now everyone understands stand up. And it's huge in Chile. Like next week, no, this week actually, I'm doing two arenas in Santiago. Oh my god! Jesus fucking yeah. Christ! Yeah. that's crazy. How yeah, many people yeah. are gonna be there? It's a eight k, eight thousand people. That's wild. And how long are you doing? I'm doing fifteen minutes for the yeah, no, yeah, yeah. forty five. I'm doing an hour. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. So Is it, like, but there's not in English. There's no real English market there yet? No, 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 no. No, it's all in Spanish. I mean, Chilean. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I can, can I, I, was like, can I, can I get a spot on this 8,000-person show? I'll go. Uh, so while you're trying to, like, figure it out, are you consuming a lot of American stand-up to get, like, better? Like, yeah. it's just hard. It's just not a lot of... You know, so much of getting better is people around you being really good and being like, oh, fuck, I got to get better, I got to yeah. get better. But it was two other guys. Yeah. Um, well, then there was a, it started to be more and more. And, like, uh, there was an old, like, an, a man who used to do something very similar in the 70s. He didn't call it stand-up. It was called, like, Café Concert. But it was, like, kind of the same concept. It was, like, yeah. he was himself talking for an hour. But he was the only one. Because most of the people there just tell jokes. Like, joke tellers. Like, yeah. old stories and, like, just, like, Tell a joke, you know? Yeah. Not about their life, not with a point of view. It's a street joke. It's just a street joke. Yeah. And um, then then became, like, a thing, doing stand-up, and it was, like, younger people, like, now. And now there's, like, I think there's, like, four legit comedy clubs in Santiago. And wow. there's one in the south in Concepcion, a little town. It's not a little town. It's a big town. And then there's, like, a couple out in the north, in the north, I think. But, it's, yeah, it's, now there's a scene. Now you can start. But you really, you started stand-up. In Chile, me, yeah, I, th I would say like me and my f generation, me and, me and yeah. my friends were like the first ones wow. to do That's shows. Wild, I know, I know. So let me ask this. Let me be, let me be an arrogant Ameri American for a second. I feel like I see 
I, I've talked about it before where I saw there was like a special, a first stand-up comedy special in South Korea. Yeah. And it was the guy who does Saturday Night Live. I think it's called Saturday Night Live Korea or South Korea. It goes like Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I watched it with tr with translations and it was just like, it was like watching uh, a new open micer at the Grizzly Pair do an hour <laughs> for a yeah, gigantic yeah, room yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like uh, the evolution of stand-up, if you look at different countries, it's just like it's it's earlier. Exactly. So what was it like? What was the decision to come to America, learn English? How, when did you learn English fully? I think five years ago. Five years ago. Oh. I mean, that's astounding. Yeah. And then was there... Was there any adjustment period of, oh, the bar is higher, or am I wrong? Well, it, I mean, yeah, for, on one side. And in the other side, also in my brain, it was, like, so high. You know, I thought, like, every comedian was amazing in the U.S., and uh -huh. it was good to know that it's not true. Yeah, you know, it's sure. like... Yeah. <laughs> well, you're comparing to, like, people, like, you know... Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I was watching all this place on TV, so yeah. then you go to the comedy store, and you think, like, everyone's going to be, like, amazing. Oh, yeah. Blow my mind. And Brandon oh. Chow goes up, and you go, like, <laughs> what the Yeah, and then, Nick, what's the name of this guy who was, like, um... What's the name of... The, Chris D'Elia, and then you're, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. not everyone. And that's what happened, you know? Like, then you start, like, oh, I can, oh, I can do this. Yeah. I, can, I can see myself, you know, finding a path, finding a way to, like, do this thing here. And I think also that Chile, compared to other countries in Latin America, is very sophisticated, you know? Argentina, too. Uh, Argentina, I think, a little bit more, even. And so we're, we're, our jokes are, we're, even in Chile, if you go now, you're not going to see, like, shitty, shitty comedy, you know? Like, sure. You're going to see something that is very decent and a couple of, like, amazing comedians that I think are better than some comics that you yeah. can see w one night in New York City, you know? So, it's, yeah, it's, it's now it's more because, yeah, even like we were new, we, we really like have a, like the audience was not ready. So you really have to be good. You really have to be punchy and, yes. like, you know, you can't, if you don't have jokes, no one is going to even try to pay attention to you, you know? It's, yeah. So you really have to be on point at least from the beginning. Were there any jokes that you tried just translating to see if they worked that, like, totally bombed? Yeah, that's how it started. When I moved here, I was like, okay, I'm going to... Do you remember a specific one? I remember one... I mean, I, 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 I used this as an opener the first time I went on stage. It was a joke that I said, um, I'm 30. I was, like, 31. No, I was, like, 27. I was, like, 27. So I said, like, I'm 27, the age of Christ, when he was 27. And that joke in Spanish killed because it's a dumb joke yeah. because people say that the age of Christ was 33. Yeah. yeah. So you say, like, I'm 27, the age of Christ. And I was like, no, when he was 27. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I got a big laugh everywhere I go. And then I just translate this joke. Sounded simple. Sounded like, okay, I can translate this and it's not going to be like a big difference. Nothing. Like right now, you know, they just die <laughs> on silence. When you explained it, I was like, oh, yeah, 33. That is when he died. I think the, it's the religious The lack of Catholic understanding. Of Catholic Maybe understanding that's why it didn't work. Like, like, uh, like it's a But was it, was it hard when you, like, because sometimes when you have, like, a joke that you're confident in. Oh, yeah. And then you just say it with this, like. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah. When he was 27. Silence. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, 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 at the beginning, well, my English now is better, but it was not great, and I, I was so nervous, and I, try, I was doing the worst that you can do, it's like just trying to remember a joke, you know, Yeah. instead of like 
being like flowing and be like funny. Yeah. I was, I was trying to like remember the right way to say this, you know, in English. Yeah. So I think when I stopped doing that, things started working for me. When I stopped thinking, okay, I have to be a perfect English sentence. And it, then it was more natural. It feels more normal. And even if I said something wrong, people was like, okay, well, this guy's not from here. That's fine. You know, whatever. Like, yeah. he's funny, you know? But yeah, that was the hardest part of the thing. Like, get rid of, like, the idea that, I, okay, I have to, like, remember these funny thoughts yeah. word by word. Which, which language do you feel like you're equal now, or do you still feel you're stronger in Spanish? I got the feeling that now it's pretty equal. You know, I'm not 100% comfortable with crowd work, uh, but uh, I think, like, I can do crowd work now in the U.S., and I don't feel scared. But there's no crossover in material? There's a few now. But you know what happened? It's, it's funny because I put so much effort in my English material that it's easier for me to translate that to Spanish than doing the opposite way. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So now what I do is, like, some jokes that are really working here in New York, I just, like, translate. Because I know that, that language so well that it's so easy for me to take it back to Spanish and know how to say it right. Now, if you're going to go do a sh- an hour in, in Chile soon, what is your process in terms of of getting that ready? How often are you doing that material? Well, I try to yeah. go... I mean, I did a tour of, like, 13 dates, uh, like, two months ago. Okay, okay. And I, I think that was, like, the time to develop. And the, even now, I'm doing, like, uh, I have, like, six... Before the big, the, the two big sh- arenas, I, I sold out, like, four of these comedy clubs they have in Santiago. Got like it. Four dates to just, like... Run Or it. six. I run think there's six dates stuff. just, like, running the hour. What do you care about more? Spanish or, or English comedy? Like, do you feel... Like I feel like Gad from oh, from, Gad. from from Pear from France I just came hate, here. I just hate Gad so much. You hate Gad? Yeah, he. I think Why do you hate Gad? He ruined my story. Like I did the same, but I started with open mics. He just show up in the U.S. and he was like immediately opening for Seinfeld. You know? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Still was like, but he I still painted it like I I came to America to figure it out. And he didn't stay. Like he kind of like okay. Bye. Why did he leave? What happened? He had a TV show. I, I auditioned know. for his TV yeah. show. About trying to like master American comedy. Yeah. I know. Do you think it? Do Do you think he hit a point where he said, "You know what? I like doing the stadiums for a million dollars more." I think so. And, I, and, and I think Joe's his, Pub. I think his his brain was like, uh, "I did it. I I nailed America. Uh-huh. I just conquer. Bye." On a way, he's bye. like Seinfeld in that sense. Yeah. You know? But like. <laughs> He he also stole a lot of bits too, at least in French. Yeah, there like there was YouTube videos of that. I remember like that crazy chunks. I I Jim Gaffigan came to Gotham, and we're not friends, but we talked, and I was like, "Yeah, Gad is accused of stealing stuff." And Jim was like, "Really? Like what?" And I was like, "A lot of your jokes, Jim. <laughs> Everything a lot of your jokes. <laughs> Everything the video is full. Oh, he's, your jokes. He's like, hoot pukits. I don't know how you say it in French." <laughs> God, I wish I was smarter, man. I'd be so oh, get uh, uh do you have that feeling of like, okay, you you I mean, you feel in a sense like you cross the finish line. No, not Chile. at all. Uh, did you finish line of Chile? No, I, I think they still can do a lot of stuff there. You know? I, I'm actually like trying to like do a show, like a TV show, because I have some much much more freedom there, you know? I can yeah. I have like but why be here? Why when you could, like, w- what's the draw of America when you can, like, do, you're doing 8,000 people. But isn't people. it That's just, crazy. like, an expansion of, like, of like 
why not? Why sure, not but, have but I don't go. But I've never been like, you know what? Let me go to Chile and try to master that market <laughs> well, and learn Spanish. Because you're lazy, well, you're not going to do all that work to sure. learn the language. Well, honestly, it's because here's the place where you started, and you want to be like where it's most difficult. You know, whatever you're doing, I think in my brain, it's like I don't know. If you're a soccer player, yeah, you can stay playing your league and be like the biggest soccer player in your country. But then you want to be like in Europe with the with you know all this. Uh, I don't know, like the Premier League and all, you know, the best players in the world. Because, yeah, that's the place that you want to put yourself so you can see that, okay, you're really good at this and you take what you, what you like, or what you love, what you like, what you love, to the best performance that you can do. Yeah. And I is, think that's the way, like, I think about moving to the U.S. Is there anything sensibility-wise, offensiveness-wise, that's very different in America than in Chile? Well, we don't have an African American population, uh huh. So making jokes about race is like no one cares that much, really, because we don't we don't have like there's not a lot of, now like in the last ten years I would say like more Asians are you know like African Americans show up, showing up in Chile, but there was not black people in Chile when I was growing up. Sure. So everyone was like making you know, racist comments, and no one was like the victim of it because there was no. You'd bomb there. Shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, that's really interesting. Because I noticed in the special, there the, the word rape was used for a couple jokes in a way that I think in America, at least now, would be like, whoa. The thing is, like, we, we use rape. Oh, I mean, we, we use um, violación. And it's not, it's not as hardcore as rape, oh. I think. It's just oh, like the nuances in the language yeah. that I think make it different. You know, like... There's another word that we have this. I have the same problem. I what remember. What does it mean though? It, it means just, just. <laughs> it's like tiny rape. Just tiny no, tiny. no. It's it's not. I mean, I think the sound of it, rape. Sure, sure. More like you know, hardcore. Even like they mean the same, but like violación. I don't know. It doesn't have that strong feeling when mm -hmm. you said it, mm -hmm. unless you say it like in a very strong way or like in a sentence that make you that feeling. But I don't think we have like that problem with that word specifically. Sure, sure. Uh, but some other uh, there's another word that I remember that happened too. That in the turn, I was like reading the subtext and I was like, ah, it sounds awful. I would I would never use that as a yeah, as translation. A sure, someone else do the translation by the way, like someone on yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, an intern on Netflix is like, <laughs> you know, I did want to ask. I know uh, uh, in Chile there's brothels. Uh, is that correct? I don't. I don't. Know. I thought I heard it on a, a podcast that there there are bro are there brothels in Chile. I don't know. Am I wrong. I think they are, but I don't. Oh, maybe you were thinking about this thing called um, Café con piernas. That's not the concept. What's that? I talk about that in a podcast. Maybe like it's coming up. Uh, what is it? It's like a place. It's a very like old fashioned backward thing, and I don't think it's that popular anymore. But when I was growing up especially like in the 90s, it was like these coffee places where the girls were like using like s skirts. And it was like coffee with legs because you will go for a coffee but just to check out the legs. Of so it's the like girl. Hooters, but like... Hooters, but like a legs. coffee place. Like Hooters, yeah. Chile's more legs, guys. Yeah. Boobs, guys. Yeah. Exactly. I wonder if there's one for ass guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and now you have uh, uh, a girlfriend... I have a wife, a wife, and yeah. a kid, and a kid. Yeah. Wow! Jesus Christ! Yeah. And and where are they? In their in their in their house in our house in in, in New York. Yeah, in New York. She's from Texas, like all like and my son is from is an American boy. Uh huh. So wow. there's no Chileans in my family. Is it ever weird when you interact with comedians at my level and you have a house? 
it's weird because I feel the same as you and I have a house, you know? I uh-huh. feel like I also like trying to under I feel like I have no money and I, ha- I don't know what to do with my life, you know? And then I look at my account and I was like, yeah, yeah, I have some money. Why am I acting like I don't know? <laughs> You know, I feel like you accept I do have money <laughs> and a house, and I don't have as many concerns. But but uh, I'm still concerned. Like if I w- if I should, you know, I don't know yeah. why I still no, feel like the. W- I feel like first I feel like my money is gonna disappear in any moment. Definitely. That it's just a f- short period of time. That I'm gonna have this, and then I'm gonna have to like struggle for everything. I I got I got worries that the house is not mine. The bank is the owner of that house, and I'm still have to like pay for forever. You know, I still think there's nothing is is solid. Definitely. Even if it's more solid than most of the comics that I know, because I know how this life works, especially like when you start here. Instead of me, that I'm lucky that I start in a place with no competition and really young, and that's the reason why at my age I can move to the U.S. and start doing all this shit all over again. Yeah. Sure. Well, my sympathy is limited. <laughs> uh, and and you getting along with the kid? How's the kid? Yeah, the kid is great. It's a lot of fun. It's very how old? Interesting. He's four. Uh, three. It's gonna be four in a month. Wow. Yeah. Is it? Do you do you bring him traveling a lot, or does your wife stay here and you just go to Chile? When I go to Chile, I bring him with me. Not this time because I'm going for a short period, and and he's in a summer camp. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he traveled with me. Now he's old enough that he can travel. And he asked me to be on the shows. Like, you know, he understands the shows. But for him, the shows... Was, I had to bring him once to the West Side Comedy Club because I live nearby. And I was like, I'm going to bring my child because the nanny was late or something. And I just put headphones and a phone. And it was like, sit down here, watch that video, and I'll be doing the show. So he think going to my show. Did shows, you put on a video of my stand-up? I put a video <laughs> of your TikTok account. <laughs> so he was like swiping and having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the thing is, like, for him, going to a show is being on the headphones with a phone. Oh. So he wanted to, to go to my shows not because of my comedy, because he wanted to be on the phone. Yeah. Training him to be a terrible audience exactly. member. Yeah, yeah. Front row on the phone. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, when he grew up and figure out that you can bring phones to every comedy club? That's going to be a shocking moment for yeah. him. Yeah. Do you... Does he know... Is he, has he learned both languages? Does your, does your wife speak Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, and he speaks both. Oh, and that's very well. It's amazing. That's what I wish my parents did, so oh. I wouldn't have to do any labor on the back end. Yeah. Just know two languages. Just know it. Yeah. But he he loves Spanish more. Really? When we buy him books in English, he's like, no, 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 Spanish. Spanish. Oh, interesting. Oh. He's, yeah. he's got an eye on the future. Um, all right, let's go into our next segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop very loud. Very wow. loud. Very loud. That sound cute. Russell, do you have a this has got to stop? Yeah. Do me a favor. Yeah. I'm ready. I want you to go... This has got to stop, it's, it, and then say the thing. It's not because I try to make an edit of these clips sometimes. And this is what you go. Okay, this is gonna stop, and then I gotta cut it. This has got to stop. The cable systems at hotels. Okay, I get on. You know, you love going staying in a hotel room. You love it. You love it. You look love forward it. to it. You're, there's you're gonna plenty of time to jerk off and then watch TV. That's the only things. Two things you're gonna be doing in that room. And so you turn on the TV. Okay, yes, there's going to be an ad for the hotel uh-huh. or whatever it is, that first thing. But my real problem is that then you go to switch channels. It's 30 seconds between channels yeah. loading. Why? Just at hotels. What is going on there where it takes so long to go from one channel to the next channel? It is a nightmare to go through that whole thing to find what you want to watch. It takes four Ever. 
It's crazy. What is going on? No one. When I'm at my parents' house, they have a cable system. It's not the, the newest thing in the world, but it's not like that. I've never seen that happen except at hotels, and I don't know what is happening. Why does it take so long to go from one channel to the next? What's going on, hotels? Where? What, what are they doing? I wonder if they they must just have their own system. Maybe they only pay for cable once, and the the thing has to broadcast to all the different. It's, I don't know, but I agree. It's every I know hotel. Saying. It's every hotel. The nicest ones. It too, it's it's. It, it, I just don't get it, and I'm sick of it. Did because you find the porn you were looking for? No, all I found. Oh God, don't get me started on Montreal's cable. Listen, <laughs> and I don't. Maybe it was just the hotel's situation. But I, when I was going through and I was looking at, there was a Canadian comedy show or a comedy channel, and I got a, I got news for you, Canada. <laughs> it was a lot of young Sheldon. It was a lot of young Sheldon. Maybe an episode of Shit's Creek here and there. Young Sheldon isn't a Canada show either. So why was it why were they showing that? Three channels. Three Canadian channels had Young Sheldon playing Are you at serious? one time. Ow. At one day. And I, 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 it was shocking to me. You know? Uh so I was less than impressed. I I, I ended up I, I had nothing, you know, like you usually have a comfort thing, you can just leave it on. I, I couldn't do it. I had one day I had to watch like those daytime talk shows. Because it was that was the only thing that I could recognize on, you know. Yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. watch Young Sheldon, so it was like Drew Barrymore into like, you know, it was like all those daytime shows. Kelly Clarkson. You're just looking. You're like, is there no Real Housewives of Ottawa? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but, a good one. Hotel, yeah. hotel stuff. Get your shit together. Hotel channels, cable. Hotel channels. I got one. This is from. Uh, this is actually from my sister, uh, Katie Cagle, who one day we're gonna have on the episode because dancers, they got it tough. Uh, uh, oh my God! Where the fuck is this? So there's this new trend with ads where they are making it seem they're trying to make it seem organic. Okay. So they're doing a podcast as if it were like a podcast clip, like we do. Uh, so let me see if I can play this right here. No. Okay. 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 So this is it. So this is. This is it's 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 as if it were just like it's a fake old, podcast. It's a fake podcast. Wow. Not even from podcasts that exists. So let's see we'll play here. And here we go. So I book it and I show up and it's actually nice. It it was probably one of the nicest hotels that I've ever stayed in and it was $14 a night. And I've got to give Hopper credit too because I wouldn't have found that deal if it weren't for this little calendar that they have within the app. Basically, there are all these dates. There are red dates. There are green dates. Red is expensive. Green is cheap. I just popped around looking for those green dates and that's what got me that deal. So shout out to the Hopper app on that one. And if you don't believe me, download Hopper right now and try it out. I'm dead serious. Literally the best deals I've ever gotten on hotel. Tells. Listen, also, wow. what's funny is uh, we just have inadvertently done advertising for yeah. Hopper. For yeah, free. well, at first, for I, th free. I thought it was a ridiculous, it's like a ridiculous concept. I, I don't like the thing of like they're kind of tricking you. But then I used the Hopper app, and I got to tell you that it really does have incredible deals. <laughs> <on hotels. laughs> if you look here, you got the green dates no, here, and that off. means. Um, Hopper, no, that's, we're ready. That's crazy. We'll make though. some real ones for you, Hopper. All no, we have a real conversation. That guy was alone. I mean, if it's really a fake podcast, exactly. Yeah. Someone exactly. be like, "You're right. It's great. Yeah. Why you have so?" It even like, cast a second actor to yeah. go like, "Really?" But that's what's crazy. Like, why you couldn't find one shitty podcast to just? I guess not. You know, so easier. many podcasts. Just pay a podcast. Pay cap. Pay pay and two. 
pay two fucking losers in New York City a hundred dollars a person, <laughs> and we will do that ad for Just real. Anyone listening, like our rate right now is, is extremely, extremely low. low. We're in it for the experience, frankly. We yeah. take it for like a coffee or a free box of Lacroix. Yeah. So please, Hopper, Hopper, reach hopper. out. It's a real thing, Hopper. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got a real deals thing, on actually. hotels. If you look at the app, <laughs> it's a green date. Um, red dates, green okay, dates. I love Hopper. Fabrizio. I don't even, I hope we said your fucking name at the beginning of the podcast, Russell. That's your job, Fabrizio Capano. It sounds very Italian, Fabrizio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gianmarco Sorezzi, Fabrizio Capano. I think it's in the same world. It, but but is it supposed to be? I don't know if that's good or bad, but it sounds like Italian people. You say it beautifully. Say it again. To neighbors. We're like, eh, hey, Gianmarco Zorezzi, oh, Fabrizio Cobano. Arrasa Daniels. Arrasa Daniels. Do you have this? I got to stop, Fabrizio. I got one. Um, video thumbnails of YouTube where people are impressed about what happened. You see these videos? Like, uh, every thumbnail now on YouTube. People are like shocked about what's gonna happen in the video. Oh. I think they're too impressed, and no, the, the expectations are too high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every yeah. Like, oh. And it's just an unboxing, you know, yeah. or it's just whatever. And I, I think it's like misleading culture. Like the whole planet is like misled by these videos that are out there, like saying like my reaction to Barbie, and it's like. You know, yeah. I, I think it's too much, and of course, it's like the algorithm recommend you more of that. So it's like this I is know. on YouTube's I, hands. I have to confess that I here we go. I have been making these thumbnails <laughs> because I I worked with some some YouTube agency, and they were like, if it has an open mouth, it gets but don't one point two percent more clicks. Aren't you worried about that? What what that leads to next? Because what happens when the open mouth isn't enough for us? <laughs> it's an open gaping asshole They're like that's just it leads to 1.4 percent raise and clicks if you get that open it's a asshole. video about like a kid like playing roblox but still whatever just like <laughs> put an asshole there yeah. that's why they want it's really like this roblox bit there's made my anus gape always gonna be keep pushing to like what is the thing so don't are you nervous that that just by following their instructions i think one day there'll be thumbnails we'll be like our tongues will come out of the wrap around each other <laughs> Uh, everyone have to be shocked about the video that they're doing. I know. No, no video. Mr. Beast is the one who got famous for it, and it's like him helping the kid here for the first time. And there's a picture of a kid with like big tears coming out of his eyes. It's it's horrifying. Yeah. And I'm doing it a hundred percent. Ben Shapiro has the worst ones where it's oh, like, yeah. I saw the Barbie movie, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, cool. <laughs> ben Shapiro, I fucking hate you so much. I hate Ben Shapiro. I too. fucking ben Shapiro. hate Ben Shapiro. He, he he has no sort of thing in my life. I never see anything about him. I never hear anything oh, yeah, about no. him. Oh, the only thing up. you hear about him is his sister with big tits. This is the only thing I've heard big, about him. Big, and she big And she's uh, also very conservative. She's I'm sure. Maybe well, that's why he didn't like Barbie. He sees those... the dolls. He's like, my sister has these exact tits. <laughs> but I know nothing about him. I never hear anything about him. He, he made with Barbie. He I know made he's a video. conservative. He, he put Barbie. He, well, he owns the Daily Wire, <laughs> which unfortunately I think is going to be like the conservative Netflix. I mean, it seems to be doing but also, well. Also, I think the whole thing about Ben Shapiro is like speaking really fast. And uh-huh. if you speak really fast and you put like two or three facts in the middle of a you know fast paced conversation, you sound like you're right. And there's no. Time to debate yeah. because you're like that's why he would beat me. I I can't. I stumble. I mumble. And, and he's good at so good at that. He, that's the t- real talent of this man. It's just being like talking really fast, 
like like modulating the whole time, you know, never saying a word wrong and being able to like put two or three facts that not related maybe with the thing he's saying, but sounds right, especially yeah. if you're dumb. So that's exactly like the whole business model of this man. And he's yeah, he's also shocked of every yeah. movie that he watched. Speaking of fast, if you're trying to book a hotel, Hopper is Hopper. an incredible app that see guys, we can make it normal and organic. They don't there's need red dates, there's green dates. Right, that's all I know about. There's red and there's green. <laughs> uh, let's go into our final segment. You better count your blessings. You better count your blessing. Russell, do you have a blessing? Um, you go first. Oh wait, let's do our no. joke. Oh yeah. Oh, no, what are you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say, you know, you were gonna be my blessing uh, this week. You you did a very sweet thing for our a uh, friend of ours. Uh, we don't have to get the details, but uh, I was. It was. We can. Uh, I want to know. I want to know. I'll say it. I think it's okay to yeah, say the state yeah, of facts. Yeah. JFL, who I love. Okay. More than my parents, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> uh, so our friend Chris auditioned for characters, new faces for like a long time. Okay. Seven, seven times. I don't. Yeah, I mean. And uh, uh, there was some tech tech stuff. Show started late. Uh-oh. Uh oh. This happened the last year too. No. I, I guess so. But but so it was, it was a tough situation. Okay. Some industry left before he was able to, was last to go up. Nor Michael was like ah. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Lauren. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, well, you say this part, then I feel like I'm just well. Burnt. No, so so you know, it was a bummer. Uh, it was show started late. A lot of people left. He was last in the thing. So it's yeah. just a bummer to yeah. work so hard and have such this this great thing. You're going to JFL, and to have that kind of be bumbled, it sucks. Of course. And so uh, this sweet boy over here, he uh, tried to figure out a way so that he had a big show the next day. He was able to put Chris on uh, to open for him in terms of like knowing that there'd be a lot of people there it was a sold out show there'd be some industry there it would be a good uh, way to you know try to like make it make up for this this bumble that's nice uh, and which is very sweet and uh, um, probably not know. enough to save his career but like nice no no at all but one last time on stage go out with yeah. a bang <laughs> um, no it, I felt very good I felt glad I was able to do it it like hit me the next day because it just sucked it's just like you can't you can't just say to industry, hey, uh, come back for the next yeah, show yeah. because this industry too busy. Like they don't have time yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. shows. Yeah, they're industry. You know, they're a whole industry. Yeah, and then it, it just it just show. hit me the next day. I was like, oh yeah, I have a show now. Just yeah. a very it's like a it felt. There was an early time I headlined Caroline's, and again looking back, it was nothing. But at the time, I thought yeah, it was this big thing. Yeah, and I remember I was able to put Chris on that one too. So it just felt very nice. It felt sweet. Yeah. Um. Uh, 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 but but then I I caught myself the next day like I told two people the story of it and then I was like, Jim Marco, stop! You're trying to get, you're like I started like telling the tale of my heroic deed. <laughs> and, no, like, I but I was my, sweet. I caught myself, but I caught myself with like the second person, uh, and then someone came up to me and he, they said, Hey, I heard you like gave spot time on your show to help your friend. That's yeah. really cool. And I was like. And then they were like, talking do, you about have, do you have time to help me? Let's, mm, yeah, let's not, let's, not, let's not get the word I'm too generous. <laughs> no, Chris this is, is a very, this is very good friend. He yeah. is not going to do this for many people. Um, uh, but no, I genuinely was uh, nice. nice. Yeah. Super nice. Yes. Yeah, it felt good. I felt I felt good. But I, I the, the next day I was like, Jamarco, stop telling everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell him. Let, yeah, yeah. yeah, let, yeah. Let, let, that, that's your job. <laughs> um, well, thank you for doing it on this podcast. Yeah. I'll pay you later. 
I, uh, uh, my blessing. We'll, we'll do the joke after the blessings because we forgot it last time. Uh, my blessing. Um, you know, I hope, uh, so I, I start working with the with levity management. Oh wow! And uh, you know these these events, these big festivals. This is like the time where they're they're doing their thing. A lot of these festivals, it's just industry's excuse to get drunk together and have exactly. fun. And I think but that's good. It's think good. That's it's fair. good. They need to drink. Uh, but they they were they were uh, uh, very everyone on the team, and then my managers uh, Stephen and Alex were very you know they just they showed up they showed up to the solo things they they introduced me to the people they came up at the parties did their work I felt taken care of good and uh, uh, you know I feel very grateful to be working with them that doesn't happen very often most of the no. time people are just oh my managers or agents are assholes yeah so. I got to I got to meet Bert Kreischer and Bert Kreischer he knows he was wearing a shirt. He was wearing a shirt, a really nice shirt, in fact, and and he just like immediately, he just knows, he just knows who he is, and and he she says, ah, do I follow you on Instagram? Here, let's take a picture, and then he like posted the picture on his story, tagged us in it, like he knows he can do a the nice impact, little thing. The impact, yeah, that that's a make. nice, yeah. And it was like it, nice. was, it was just like like that. Good. Yeah. That's so great. it was very nice. Yeah, it's like, can you can I give you my my Instagram so you can? No, no, he yeah, did yeah, it yeah. by himself. Yeah, yeah. He did it by himself. That's nice. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, yeah. I will never do that if I'm ever yeah, in that no. position. I was like, are you get this open mic away from me. <laughs> um, do you have a blessing? I have a blessing. Um, the other day I was walking uh, around the cellar and uh, someone offered me cocaine, <laughs> and I I don't I don't do cocaine, but I found it that's so charming the way that he offered cocaine. Because uh, it was, I mean, I don't, once again, I will never buy cocaine from the street. I don't think no one should do that. It's a terrible idea. But yeah. You're so close to Colombia. I mean, you, why would you, you just fuck with Yeah, you just, walk, you just walk there. And I, 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 I this man, I, he was like, hey, man. I was like, okay, he wants some money. He was like, you want some cocaine? And I was like, no, thank you. And he was like, uh, uh, I said, like, I'm good. And he's like, but you can be great. And I found like so clever and so spot on, and like so, I was like, this, this is nice. I mean, I felt blessed of having that little interaction on the street that day. Yeah, that that's a good. What if that persuaded you? You were like, you know what? Yeah, we got to do cooking. Oh my god, I didn't even tell you the last time we had a live show. Uh -huh. On the way to the live show, I was propositioned by I think a sex worker, like like standing in like uh like a you know down down the stairs kind of apartment. Like standing on the stairs, just kind of like there. Wow! And it was like I was walking by, and it was like she was like, "What'd you, you know, say?" I can't. Well, it was she. We spoke different languages, but it was the vibe behind it was that it was for pay, and it was just right through these this doorway kind of deal. Yeah. You know, also I had headphones at the time, but but there was eye contact, and then there was like I don't think it was just a random woman. It was just a gesture. I don't think it was a random woman just saying like "Come fuck me in, in my house right now." You know, <laughs> it it definitely was like it, it was like giving eyes of like this is available right now. You know, but I was like I had never seen that in New York, uh, and it was shocking to me on some How level. Did it end up costing? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but That's it so was exciting. I don't think I've ever been propositioned twice. That. Twice in my in my whole time in New York. This is, uh, this is an ad, also, or this is a story. You're uh, promoting this this service. Yeah. Hopper <laughs> app will also hook you up um, with no, hotels. What's so funny is the <laughs> first day I ever moved to New York, I was propositioned. So I thought it was going to be something happening all the time here. A car pulled up to me in Chelsea, and the window rolled down, and it was a woman in the back seat getting driven around in a black car. And asked if I was looking for a good time that night. 
And I have uh, she like just, that she is just not, asks for a good time. I mean, that is not something. There's a lot of things in New York a lot. Like, but not, but my impression for a while was like, oh, this could this is wild. What if they all just want to fuck you like just without the pain? Maybe it was just like, like two women you're randomly too that were just like yeah, just like. <laughs> They want to have a good time with you. That's all. Just assuming there's sex yeah. workers. Do you think you could that be a fa- like? Do you? Think I thought Nicole was a sex worker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> First date. At the end of marriage, you're like, so how much? So do I how owe much you? do I owe you? <laughs> oh, this is gonna be expensive. How much do I owe you for the last eight years? <laughs> um, all right, uh, we do a little thing for the patrons. We're gonna have your name. If you're a member of the Patreon, join it. Join it. Join Support it. the podcast. We are trying to grow. We're trying to get wires that I gotta buy a new wire now. How many? Why? How many patrons? Because you we have? Had a wire broke. Did you see earlier in the show? Oh. I had to replace a fucking. How many patrons you have? Oh, that's depressing. Oh. We have uh, uh, three thousand. No, no, we have one hundred and one hundred thirty-seven. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a good amount of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, once we hit one hundred fifty, we got even more yeah. episodes coming. But we really need like a thousand or so to yeah. like to feel better. Tell about Tell your it. friends about the show. No, just listen, the show's doing great. The clips are doing great. But tell your friends to listen. We're, we're trying to get real yeah. ads. Uh, uh, you know, even bigger companies than Hopper. Yeah. So tell your friends if you like the show. Let them know. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash downside. Just $5 a month. And if you join, you get your name to scroll across while Russell reads uh, uh, a joke. I even I even uh, fixed one of the lines in this. I thought no. it was better. I, no, no, no. I, I did not. This is not, a, this is not an offensive thing. Jackie Jokes. Is the name of the book? Uh, no. So this again, this is shout out Jackie Martling. He collected a bunch of jokes for this book. Okay. And uh, Russell's going to read one. Stanley says to his okay, Jesus Christ. Stanley says to his brother, "I have to go to England for three weeks, so I have to leave my cat with you, cat. Please take real good care of her." His brother says, "Relax." A few days after he gets to England, Stanley calls his brother and says, "How's my cat?" His brother says, "The cat's dead." Stanley says, "My God, why do you have to be so blunt? Couldn't you have broken it to me a little more gently, like?" You could have told me that the cat was on the roof and you called the fire department, but just before they got to her, she slipped and fell to the ground and that you rushed her to the vet, but there was nothing he could do to save her. His brother says, you're right. I'm sorry. Stanley says, how's Ma? His brother says, um, Ma's on the roof. Wait, why'd you change this line? It was better than whatever he said. Oh, okay, I see, I see. You were unimpressed with that joke? No. Did you get it? I, I kind of. I don't. I don't. Maybe not. His the mom's dead. The mom's, yeah, the mom's dead. dead. Yeah, I understand that part. It's but not a great joke. I think it's a f- it's a fine joke. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you have a street joke? Do you know any street jokes? Oh no, not nothing to come up to my mind easily. Here, let me just pick one. Uh, no, I I I I, I want to give the. That's a problem. If, unless it's dirty, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Um, Roll with this country. Exactly. Do you do you get dirty on stage? I uh, not really. There we go. Last one here. This one. It's Friday afternoon, and a woman says to her neighbor over the fence, Tom just called from work and told me he's going to be bringing me home a dozen roses. I guess I'll be spending the weekend on my back with my legs spread. Her her neighbor says, haven't you got a vase? Okay. That's yeah. I like that one. He's, okay. gonna, he's yeah. gonna stick the whole yeah, thing. The whole yeah. Thing inside. Yeah. yeah um, that makes sense. Fabrizio, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, at uh, Fabrizio uh, comedian. I've been trying to plug my. I have my my. I've been trying to do this. I don't know. Like, I take recommendations. Um, I have my account in Spanish, and yeah. I want to try have one in English. So I have Fabrizio Copano. Uh huh. Then I have now Fabrizio comedian. That's the one. It's only English stuff. I follow the 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 Rafi model. He's been doing great. I think yeah, that's the, the what I'm copying, but I don't know. It's a good idea. 
follow me at, at Fabrizio Comedian. And I think in TikTok is the same. Yeah, at Fabrizio Comedian everywhere. You guys should go on tour together. The, the, the people who are famous in other countries in America. That's like, all. That's the name the of the tour. tour. Be called the, like, we, would, we could be making more money right now. <laughs> well, Rafi's doing a lot of money now. Like oh, a, yeah. 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 He's a good friend of mine, Rafi Bastos. Yeah, well, he's done the pod. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, he's yeah. done the pod. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's great. Um, uh, for me, friend. Russell, uh, this is coming out August 29th. August you're, you're, 29th. You've been done with Titanic I've for a been long done time. With Titanic. Follow me at Russell J. Daniels on Instagram. Um, and I'll probably have announced other things. Yeah, you will have then. announced something else, something big, something, something big, cool. Yeah, something cool, but I, well, I can't say it on right now. Uh, for me, this Friday, I'll be headlining Soul Joel's in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. The weekend after that, I'll be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick. And then after that, the Thursday after that, Northford, Connecticut, September 21st. And then September 22nd, 23rd in Poughkeepsie, New York. And then... To Los Angeles, baby. LA. We added a second show. I, I sold out at the Hollywood Improv on a Monday. Turns out that was Passover. So the Jews, <laughs> I need you coming out Tuesday because you all wrote me. You said can't come out on Monday. You better fucking come Tuesday. Yeah. Okay? That's what, now when I schedule, I have to look, there. I have a new yeah. Jewish website to check. Is there a holiday? Oh, my I found, God. oh can, in this day, can the Jews use door handles so they can come to my fucking comedy show? Join the Patreon to patreon.com slash downside. And do remember, guys. Whether whether you're Jewish, whether you're not, Chilean, third world country, first world country, hard right, Catholic, hard left, Catholic, atheist, country. priest, pedophile. If you want to book hotels easiest, join the <laughs> Hopper app. <laughs> this is the downside. Blue and green. You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With Gianmarco Cerezi. He's building like a $3 million like lighthouse uh-huh. um, sure. right on a cliff. And it, the episode, they filmed the episode over the course of nine years. <laughs> and by the end of this it. This was the boyhood, Christ. but of the reality Literally by the, end, by the end of it, uh, his two daughters who he was specifically building like bedrooms for there are like grown up and, and moved away. His wife has left him. And the house is not complete. And he has spent like four million pounds on it. Oh, my God. And his plan was to build, and he did. They built a second smaller house on the property. And, like, their plan was to sell that to pay for the lighthouse. And it's just, like, it's so crazy. So that's this is my new obsession. Damn. Grand Designs. You guys we should check watched, it out. Uh, Becca and I watched Instant Hotel, speaking of Australian shows, oh. which is really fucking dumb. It's basically all these people who own like very highly rated Airbnbs right. all go stay at each other's Airbnbs. Oh, and they like rate them, and then they rate them. Yeah, but then it was like the, I can't even remember what the prize was, but it was this mother and a daughter who won, and they oh we just watched the first season, but they won or sorry, their the theme of their place was Margaritaville. Okay, they, uh, they had a place on Bondi Beach. Yeah, and it had all this like just ugly fucking art and whatever. And so part of it was you not only rated the place you were, but if it was the person's Airbnb themselves, they rated the people as guests. Right. And then that factored into their overall score. So the two women were taught, were kind of like tied with this older couple for the best like overall scores, but they won because they gave the old couple a bad score <laughs> because the old couple was this like 55 year old Australian guy with a mullet uh, who w- refused to drink margaritas. He was like, I don't like margaritas. <laughs> like there it's a, gr- I drink beer. Like I don't fucking drink margaritas. 
And they were just like, oh, Mark wouldn't drink the margaritas. So they gave him like six out of 10 or something. <laughs> and that was why they lost. And the and they won because he wouldn't drink that a margarita. That seems like a bad scoring system. It was really the, the next season. I think we didn't watch it, but I think I heard they removed that because they basically that was the only yeah. reason they won because everybody, every place was just like, oh, everybody was great guests. Yeah. And then they were like, he wouldn't drink a they margarita. They gamed the system. So yeah, that's smart. He's yeah. gone. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of gaming the system, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. John Marco, the floor is yours. So tell us. Yeah. So this was uh I did a show in uh in New York. This is a little bit of a in in person internet block. So there was I have a text service um okay. where so you sign up and I'll text you, hey, performing in New York in one month, buy tickets here. And they can text me back. Oh. And sometimes I'll I'll I do it less now, but I'll be like, you know, those texts back. Oh, I can't wait to see you, and I'll go. Thank you. Or I just bought tickets. Cool. And uh, so this this woman, um, she, this is where I have it. She said, "We are so excited to see our favorite comedian ever, and it's your big headliner." It was a show in New York for the New York Comedy Festival. Yeah. It was like 140 seats, and it was like a cool theater. So I was promoting it hard. And uh, this woman, she kept texting me, "Are you excited about?" The 10th, I am. We want to be front row. We'll be there early. And she's misspelling half those words. <laughs> uh, I'll, and then again, uh, so this is eight days later. I'll see you headlining on the 10th. So this is two days before the show. I'll see you headlining on the 10th. Can't wait to see what you're going to do. Dream come true for me. XOXO. Kissy face. Haven't responded at all. Then uh, November 10th. This is the day. This is the day of the show. Yeah. I'm here, been here since 1 p.m. waiting oh. for this special occasion. My favorite comedian, you're saving comedy. So excited. Uh, love you. Uh, now, to be clear, I am not famous to the degree where you need to show up at 1 p.m. to see me at a comedy show. <laughs> to show up at 1 p.m. is certifiably insane. So yeah. it, it makes me a little, a little nervous. Yeah. That and is... I'm like, maybe. You're like, I'm not here. I won't be here I for several hours. I will be there just twice. And, and again, like <laughs> it was a big show. It wasn't like the biggest show. It wasn't right, like a taping. Right. It was just a show. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I I get there and I kind of forget about it. All all I responded to her was, "Oh, I didn't even respond here." I think at one point I said, "Thanks." And um, I get to the show, 140 seater. It's deep. It's it's like not, it's not meant for comedy. It's it's deep and. Uh, She's clearly in the front row. And she's like, like you can just tell by the vibe. I can tell like, by the vibe. Is, yeah. And she's like, she's got her head shaved, which again, there's nothing wrong with the woman with her head shaved, but it was like in the way where where everything else with it, it all was right. it all was troublesome. And um she she my opener, she was just like shouting out, not heckling, but like really like over the ah 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 ah. And I, I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> like this something is weird. And I, I tell the staff it was called uh, uh, the Midnight Theater, and they did not treat me well, so I don't mind saying it. And <laughs> the staff was very nice, though. The staff was nice, but they were not a comedy venue, and right. people who aren't comedy venues, they they don't know 
what hecklers are. They don't know what, what a problem is. They don't know right. what is bad. Because, of course, they're just watching all the crowd work clips we're p- fucking posting. And they're like, this is great. This, this is, seems is to be want. what a comedy show yeah, is. This is what they want. And uh, it's my fault. I'm posting them. But, <laughs> but, but so I, I, I tell them, I say, like, I can tell. I'm like, you, you have to figure out a way to get her out. Like, I can tell this is not a situation that's going to be curbed. And they're like, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll send someone out there to, like, kind of stare her down or whatever. And I'm like, it's not enough. If I go out there, just be ready for me to be like, you got you to gotta be ready. And sure enough, I go out there, and she's just, like, you know, just standing and applauding. And it's, it's too much. And uh, uh, she starts saying the certain punchlines with oh. me. Oh, no. Because she's seen one or two of the jokes online. And... And and like she'll laugh in a way where she falls out of her chair and her hand like hits the stage, oh and and this is the first three minutes. Yeah. And this was like again, this was a, a a bigger show. I'd worked to sell it out. There was some industry there, and it's so deep that people in the back. This is the worst with hecklers in the front. Is like yeah. people in the back they they can't even see what's happening up front, so they're they're confused why I'm like tense they on think stage. You're mean. Or, Oh, he's being so mean to this person. What is she doing? Like, and and I joke like, "Oh, you've had a drink or two. And she's like, "Ah, ha, ha! You're saving comedy. You're saving comedy." <laughs> oh my god! And and I'm I'm really like, and I'm looking at like the staff, and they're not they're they're just standing there like, mm-hmm. this is <laughs> this is going to make a good clip, I guess, yeah. for your social media. <laughs> and uh, finally, I after like five minutes, I really, I bluntly, I have I have no choice. I'm like. All right, let's 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 get her. Let's take her out, and you know maybe get her some water. And like finally, they 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 take her, and she's she's kind of like what what? And and I try to be nice about. it. I go everyone, round of applause for her. She's she's been waiting here since one p.m. Let's give her. I tried to be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to be as cool as I could. And then, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I go to my text service. Oh no. And so, so the message right before this said "waiting for you" because yeah. she was there since one, and then it goes "fuck you," you broke my heart. TMZ will hear about you, big shot. I hope Hitler comes back and just grabs you. Maybe you can write new material in concentration camp. Whoa. You Whoa. hack loser, fuck you. First of all, deep misunderstanding of what concentration camps are. <laughs> they were not like artist retreats. <laughs> Hitler wasn't like, I'm tired of the Jews telling the same jokes over and over. Let's get let's get you in a camp, work on some new material, do Those some of the original bikes. residency. Can't believe you told them to kick me out. I was the only one there for you. Which again, not to be I, I sold it out. Yeah. And and no worries though, I called the cops on the staff for harassment and got it all on video. Consider your shit career over before it began. Good luck headlining again. No one cares about your pathetic Jew jokes over and over again. Oh Rot in hell for what you did to me tonight. Fuck yourself. You're not funny. You're just a jackass. Bet you're... And then some other stuff. Um, <laughs> Holy, Holy shit. And then she shit. messaged me on Facebook too. Other stuff. Like at one point she said, please disregard everything I texted last night. And then followed it with like, I hope Hitler gets you again. <laughs> and I was, oh my God. Oh and, my uh, God, dude. 